Hi, ladies and gentlemen, I'm Uncle Levi coming to you live from the world-famous comedy store. This is the Crack 'Em Up Comedy Podcast. Enjoy. Crack em up, crack em up, it's the Crack em up Comedy Podcast. Crack em up, comedy podcast. Crack em up, crack em up, crack em up, comedy podcast. Comedy podcast. Crack em up, crack em up, crack em up, crack em up. Tierra. We will start over. How dare you have your gorgeous voice and not be jumping in? That's the whole reason I was singing 15 minutes earlier. Selfish. So you can jump in. I was listening to the Deacon Harmony over here. Yeah. He ruled me all the Selfish. way. He's just straight oh. up. That's Joe Fox, y'all here. First of all, Damn, it's the Crack em Up Comedy Podcast. Welcome. Yeah. Don't even start talking because, Tierra, you owe us a harmony. I can tell you right now. Hey, I can tell you right up, now who in the up. group wants to go solo. Some people don't see themselves. Some people don't see themselves as a member of the group. I just want to know. I see what you're doing over there. She put pressure on me now. I'm like, uh oh. We got our first R&B couple in here. Be that R&B chick to do that? Uh, you just do that. Okay, they we talk got, slow. We got Diana Ross. Get it together. Diana Ross. Mm, I received mm, Get mm. it together. I'm, I'm telling you, Tracy Ellis. You don't sing. You the actress and comedian like in the that. fam. I'm, I'm she waiting. sings. Tiara came to my you show got, and she killed parts. it. She can sing. Did Maybe you have you what, ever heard her sing? I've never heard her sing. Oh, now you know you better stop playing. Now you got to be able to hit that note. La 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 the album must be dropping soon. Man. You don't want to do nothing to mess the sales up. But the album is done. Max, do we have, still have that throat coat in the room? Some singer's grace. Saver's grace. Some singer's grace. Singer's grace. Nice. I like that. What's up, brother? Um, you Joe. still. Wait, How you wanna, doing, Max? Maxigram. Oh, you need me to move? This way. This, this way. Is. Big shout out to Max. First off, y'all know uh, how we do. Yes. We're behind schedule. And then when we start, we still fixing shit. So there you go. That's what it is. And you look perfect, progress. but now you still need to turn toward <laughs> us to make the you. You know, if, yeah, but that's why that chair turned like yeah, that. Yeah, but turn your whole body, turn not your, your neck. I mean, okay. you know, you about to be well, straight crip, but, you know, still like cheat out a little bit so they cheat can out. see you. You know. You yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yep, you know, okay, it's going to have to be you know, an interactive kind of like. There's one right there. You know, it's going to have to be that. Got it. 
What's up, y'all? What's up? What are you doing pitching your nipples? What are you doing? I'm making sure my buttons are closed on my shirt. Why everything got to be so... I'm sorry. For you, I was actually pinching my nipples. Joe ain't got no business worried about my nipples or my pockets. You see what I'm saying? I saw this. I'm like... Excuse me. You wouldn't sing, so don't be... Yeah, don't be singing. Yeah, I saw the position. No, 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 no. You got that. Now, you got nipples. Go on and use them in the description. You tell them. Talking about how I, was human, I was holding on to my shirt. Yeah, Y'all are clowning me about my nipples. This is I'll crazy. Do, this is how we start off. We in the comedy store basement. I was trying to make sure there ain't no freaky shit going to go on in there. Yeah, Bye. yeah. No, it's no freaky shit. I mean, we threaten freaky shit all the time, all right, but hey, I said, what am I with the you know, wait a minute. That was a threat. No, threaten like you know we're discussing it. You better it. keep on. We we gonna freak you. <laughs> Mess around and lock them doors. <laughs> Ain't nobody making upstairs. Um, it is four twenty pre four twenty day at the comedy store. Cracking up Thursdays is on and popping upstairs with yeah. the samples. Lots they got samples upstairs. Samples tonight? upstairs. Oh yeah, that's uh, pure vape. They got pre rolls. They had the fruit explosion hybrid pure vape. Is that what pen. that is? Yes. So those of y'all watching live on Facebook, you have ample time to get here. Uh, clearly, it's a good <laughs> night to be upstairs. And big shouts out and to four twenty. What is this, Maxi? Okay, because. That looks like a cigarette, but they say it was just weed. But I'm like, how did they get it's it to look weed. like a cigarette? I don't know, but I made sure it was just weed. You did? Yeah. You verified for us, Maxie. Is that what you're trying to say? I, mean, I can verify again in case you're not sure. Uh, Max, I'd like for you to uh, see if you can verify two of those. But... <laughs> Max, is like, Max is like, I verified y'all's. I verified the people upstairs, and I got three more verifications later tonight. Right, right, right. <laughs> see, I think they did it like that so it can be discreet. Just even though it's legal. But I'm like, how are they able to get that filter on there like without it being, you know, the filter? Mm-hmm. Huh? Remember, you have... Nah. Oh. Uh, you know what? Have you ever seen a cigarette roller? Yeah. I'm sure it's, I'm sure it's the same thing. Yeah. I mean, if, this part look rolled. It's a fashion cigarette. Yeah, it's like smoke it on the Oh, top. you said they take it out and then they stuff it? It's it's, probably, oh. it's it's gotta be done a little bit different than that, but it does look a little loose. But, la, it, la, la. but it will get you high yeah, if you smoke it. Well that's how that's you ever the whole see point. about people who do cocaine a little bit, put a little cocaine in, in the top of their cigarette. That's exactly how that looks. Or really? whatever whatever that is, what? extra stuff that people put in they square, they squeeze it out oh, and yeah. then tap it back in at the top. Like, I don't they know. Wanna, but wanna it does, smoke it, the cocaine? That's why I don't I trust like people. Well, I mean, it, it, you, you like smoking like your... the cocaine? Over it, like, nasally. Oh, really? Like <laughs> nasally? It, oh, okay. I was about to say, uh, Joe, move over and let's talk to Max for a second. <laughs> for real. Uh, Roxy, you want to get uh, Max's people online? We'll make sure we do this intervention <laughs> retroactively. Do a, do a deal down here at the comedy store. But Hilarious. Right, right. Okay, how much for three cartons of those? Yeah. Um, first of all, we were discussing um, that Tierra has been here a hundred times, but apparently never with Gerard. Yeah, I thought for certain that was not when uh, Justin. Mm-mm. We were talking about. Uh, Justin. I just know I, I got a, I came under attack, and I figured it would be like that. But so it was a lot of comics who came down toward the end of the night. We were talking about old and young comic. And the disconnect. Oh, yeah. No, and uh, so I was really like trying to make this point that where everybody's good, though. I was really trying to speak, be the older cat talking about the disconnect. And what it is is semantics. Young comedians constantly are inter- 
intertwined with internet comedians because internet comedians and young comedians are young. And what is an internet comedian? The, the, again, the people who just strictly do. Yeah, but the, no, no, you're right. Yeah. The ones who don't. And that was what I was saying to the group that was here. And I and I do apologize. I thought you were here because it was a really uh, beautiful young female comedian who was also in the room. And I, I, I it was a bunch of people. You remember, everybody was kind of jammed up in the corner. So, so I don't it's the inter- they're, they're qualified. In, no, you weren't here that night. Oh, I wasn't uh, here. You okay. were hosting upstairs. Okay, cool. Right, right, and right. it just turned into a whole thing. But it, there's young comedians, they're internet comedians, and then they're veteran comedians. The older and the young, there's a disconnect. Same like in hip hop with mumble rap and the old head rappers. Right, right. My right, thought right. is, my theory is that the responsibility, the problem is not about young comedians, and nor is the responsibility to fix it. It comes from the veteran portion. That's what I was trying to say, but they, it was semantics, and I was getting beat up in here trying to it, trying it to make the point. It got lost in translation. It got lost in translation. I know, and I'm lost myself, guys. I'm just. I, I, you don't know exactly. You don't have any idea what I'm talking because about. Because I wasn't here. No, but no, just, no, but no, no, but I do. I do. We talk about um, this all the time. No, I do know what you're talking about. We did talk about it last week too. But you know, it reminded me of when you said, like old rappers, new rappers. You know, when I be hearing the songs from back in the day. Old rappers, like even though they say it clean, they be just as disrespectful. You know what I'm saying? Oh, no, no, no. No one was <laughs> more disrespectful. Like, for real. I was listening to I Can't Yell the other day. Put it in your mouth. I'm like, why did I know that so young? Why did I know the whole song? And it had a, Tia, it had a wonderful hook. Can you Listen, sing that hook, please? Can you please sing the hook? That, that, that's y'all's nursery rhyme. Come on, Tia. I know she could do that, though. That, that's y'all's nursery rhymes. Yes. Yeah. Let me teach you this this little no, but this limerick. Like, okay. No one was nasty like my group of rappers, but what I always say is we're the group who came out with gangster rap, but we still played a slow jam at the end of the night. Yeah. We were still right, focused right. on trying to get some. We're going to shoot and fight at the yeah. parking lot and everything, but we're still yeah. trying to holler at chicks in the center of it. Clubs you know? don't play slow cuts. No, anymore. no. No. Yeah. You know. They do at the end of the night when they know it's a wrap up. When it's time oh, to okay. go home, yeah. get y'all yeah. up out of here. Yeah. They get that one last dance in yeah, for you, fellas. Yeah, they start playing that young Kells. <laughs> you better make your move, fellas. Yeah, when you, um, when you hear the slow cut, it's like, oh, the club is on. The club is they are trying to keep us from, yeah, they're trying to bring that energy down. Mm-hmm. So y'all don't, mm-hmm. just don't right. shoot in this parking lot. Right. Go ahead and like, go home. enough Migos. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> please be bad and bougie in the Ralph's parking lot across the way, please. <laughs> we just got We got enough broken glass near the ladies' room. Please don't. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ladies' rooms. They don't say the filthiest right, right. at clubs. Like, chicks is just dirty. Girl. Chicks are dirty? Dirty mm. as shit. What do you mean, like? The whole like time they there. The bathroom is just. The oh, the, the bathroom! I thought you were talking about women. dirty, sleazy chicks. Why, why? Why do you? How do you imagine? Why would that be the case? I just. I don't know. I just feel like people go to clubs and just let loose and just say fuck life. Like, but I. <laughs> but just, then how do you? No, people be drunk. People then, be drunk though. People but how do you get home? But how do you get home as a female and then be mad at your man because he didn't put the exactly. toilet seat down? I don't know, but you peeing on the floor. That's what I'm saying. But do you sit your butt on the commode at the club? You said, first of all, commode. Commode. <laughs> I'm an old school. I'm an old school. If you, know, you, you got to <laughs> take a dump, you do. Hilarious. Like, toilet. Do you sit on full the Full metal jacket. Like, what you mean? <laughs> toilet. If you got to take a dump, you do. Uh, the bathroom here is pretty good. Pretty I mean, good, yeah. you know. I mean, you still supposed to squat and hover, you know. Squat and hover. No, squat but see, the, I think y'all not um, keeping in mind that 
when you got liquor in your system, all bets are off. You're just trying to make it near See, the. See, but you got to know your limit before you even get to that. I know, that but point. some people don't. Oh, like, wow. I don't. I know my limit. Okay, That's why that. I don't do a whole lot of drinking. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you ain't but sloppy still, with it. I don't want to be sloppy with it. I want to be sexy I, with me it. Me too. I know, but some people sexually be straight drunk. sloppy with it. No, and it's actually little, like, uh, what's the word I like? Drunk, warm. sexy, and ready? No, just sexy no. and warm. Sexy wanna, and warm? I want to get Damn, a, little, a little fuzzy. <laughs> you talking about little, drunk, little sexy, and ready? A little, drunk, uh, sexy little tipsy. No, drunk, fuzzy. Fuzzy. Man, I just want to get you like, get sexy high. and warm. No, I don't want to get high. <laughs> I'm trying to figure yeah. out, uh, warm. Uh, bartender, can I get two sexy and warm? <laughs> uh, one large. And they're going to be like, okay, I got One of those yes. I'd like to yes. do. They're going to be like, can they get neat? Uh, they got like a sex the thirty-two. On the beach. Can I get the thirty-two ounce of that? The, yeah, the resealable cap. Sexy yeah. and warm. Sexy and warm. So that's how you want to be. That like you don't thug want to be sloppy and fucked up. Yeah. Right. No. Throwing up. And that you? doesn't even feel good. It doesn't. No, you it's know what? Awful. That's why I don't. I was telling the guys out there, four twenty. You know they got the samples here. And that's why I don't do edibles no more, girl. You just oh, like never I can't. Again. I can't. Like, My favorite part who is needs like, to get that mess that exactly. that fucked up. I like watching uh, white girls get drunk together because they always like lead their friends and shit. <laughs> like black girls <laughs> never do that, but it'd be like one girl to just go walk off down the alley by herself Damn. and just let her do that shit. I'm like, this is fascinating. That's probably because she do that every week. She do, but you, we don't, you know, we squad <laughs> up, like though. We stopped her the first 30 times, but after this. We yeah. squad up. We want to make sure everybody's I know. Together. Which is not always a good we thing. We go to the bathroom together. But also, too, right, right. you know what I really love yeah. about me and my best friend, too? Shout out to my best friend, Chandra Jordan. Um, when we go to clubs, whoo, we was younger, we'd be like, okay, girl, I'll see, like, <laughs> Whoever's paying attention to me, I'll be over here with him, girl. I'll see you later. And we, that's, we, yo, we used to be having a blast, even though we would be together. Like, if we found a little dude or something, we'll be I'll like, find right, a little girl. dude. But you knew where each other were. You probably had your, well, I mean, I just like, okay, a, we going to party system. and we going to be together. But, you know, if I, if I find girl, a little call me on Sunday. Like, yeah. You know, <laughs> I like to, we like to <laughs> Call me on call me I after y'all have breakfast. Yeah, Girl, yeah, take yeah. the keys. I'm I'm about people, to go people out. People are crazy. When when I was a young dude, we would go. It would be three of us, me and my two best friends, and like. Uh. So I come up in Houston, and let's say the Fresh Fest or some rap concert, new edition you was or whatever. That freak nigga, weren't you? I was at Freaknik, but I was, was a, at Freaknik. But I was a grown dude. Me too. I, I was too young. I wish I could have. Man, that shit. I saw <laughs> Freaknik. What? Absolutely. My brother came back with pictures. And Who came back? On a Polaroid. My brother. My a older girl brother. I was about to oh, say. I thought you said your mother was there. I was no, like, what year was this? Not my mom. What year was this? My brother. He's 40. He was there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. How old are you, Tier? I'm 34. Okay, oh, cool. okay. So yeah. you was a love, yeah. You Just was, it was thirty. I wasn't. I didn't we see that coming. Progress. I, I, I thought 29. I was younger. I mean, I could have lied, but I like to embrace my natural, my real age. As I you think should. It's a dope as ass age. As you should, because like, you just made like a uh, uh, two thousand thirty-two year olds mad as hell. Like, well, how, how could this be? <laughs> I'm two years younger than this bitch. <laughs> you know, yeah, exactly. Uh, what, what was you saying about the club? What was you well, I was just talking about how we used to meet girls that we were so adamant, we were good about it, and we were aggressive about talking to we would find girls in threes yeah. and if mine liked me my other buddies liked him but the third one didn't like him we cash them all in and <laughs> we would wait until we find a group of three who liked all Match three of up. us and we it, we made it happen 
every single time. Yeah. No, that's yeah. need to yeah. be how it be though. Why yeah, does one person got to sacrifice? Like it need to be like that. I don't want to be like sacrificing. Well, this the ball this was early. One ugly nigga in the this, crew. You don't want to take the L. I'm not taking exactly. the L. That's what I'm saying. So Everybody that's was a good ugly idea. dude in your crew. We were all handsome dudes. We were all okay. The least, the least handsome, the least handsome guy was the most outgoing. He's funny and smart. So he and he was the most aggressive dude. So he he. He was the lead. So right. they liked him anyway because he was aggressive and he was right. confident. You know, right. you can't right. tell an ugly motherfucker who <laughs> really feels good about himself that he ain't. Right? Tell the truth. You could even oh, find yeah, yourself yeah. to be attracted to a dude who's not attractive, I, I but he moves with some confidence. He got swagger. It's just yeah. undeniable. Yeah. yeah. He got to compensate. Yeah. yeah. Confidence, yeah. Is yeah. Se- confidence is the king of yeah. sexy. It's the Especially key. The it's the most key uh, thing. But, it, but it's, a, it's a cap to that shit. Because if you flavor flavor with confidence, you still flavor flavor. You yes. keep that. Like, it's, yeah. still, it's still a certain level of but, attractive. Well, let me ask you this, though. Let me ask you this. How did that work out for Flav? Chicks just got with him for money. Listen. And for hey, time. And for hey, time. I'm sure he knows. Hey, and he was a rapper. And, See, remember, long before he got the television show, he was somebody important. And he got him a yeah. white chick. Listen, that's who wanted. Hey. He had some of all of it. Believe it, and that's what I'm saying. You're right, mm. but again, it was remember, because yeah, he of who he was. It wasn't legend. because of him being attractive. Yeah, but I mean, that's the same thing for Biggie. Yeah, but I mean, he was still notoriety. It but remember, long flavor. before the show, he was flavor. He was flavor flavor in nineteen eighty six. You know, think, you know what I think? Because of who he was. But, uh, you but, know what I think? The Lord had to give him something to make sure he got some gas because he couldn't be no regular nigga in the hood looking like that. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, it y'all is see right. it all the time. If you stay in the neighborhood, yeah. you see a dude who yeah. looks some like Flav going to get Pampers or Tampax. <laughs> I mean, right? Like, you see him in the Burger King. Somebody, somebody let him knock it up. Come on, man. Somebody did. Say it again. What quality of woman is he gaining? See, that's a different. That now, that's an entire yeah, that's other a, conversation. Yeah, exactly. But you're well, absolutely right. Well, I think right. he gaining yeah. the ones that's you know they they he's match. Not alone. He's not alone. He's like there's you know somebody saying? for everybody yeah, in this like, world. And I think sure. they and I think they like you know they like shoes. What about Faith and Biggie? I mean, Faith ugly as ever. Faith However, I stay coochie down to the. She is gorgeous. Yeah. But the dude who played Biggie is like handsome to me. I love him. He looks But that's cuz he was he he got he more money. Cute, he got more money than Biggie. No, he, was Biggie cute. Movie. he was actually yeah. cute. The guy who played Biggie, I was like this don't add up. He, Are you a chubby chaser? A no. Chubby chaser. But I just find him to be attractive. You know what's funny as I get older. And it's funny I'll say this live on on the air. As I'm getting older, I find myself to be more attracted to really full figure chicks. Not not like Jilly from Philly. What's I don't know figure, who that is. I'm figure. just talking Jill about Scott. that yeah. super thick, that like Jill Scott. really Jill Scott. thick. Jill Scott. I love Jill, Jill Scott. Scottish. I'm That's trying to think if I could crush. find a, a famous person who's like that, but Jill Scott. I see it all the time. I don't. I don't know if it's Jill. It might. Jill might be just over. Even though I love Jill Scott, yeah. I don't know if Jill is who I'm attracted to. It might be just beneath that. Just, you know just, what I mean? Just beneath it. Yeah, but but again, I'm a dude who always had super petite. And, and and I don't really have a type. Joe is, Jack, yeah. I don't have a type either. I've never had a type. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I, mean, I have a type. And you know what? That's what we was talking about upstairs. Okay. Our type. Lord, big well, dicks. Y'all get on a, my nerves. Hey, oh, 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 we'll get some nerves. Wait a minute. Your type is I big dicks. I hate you. I hate you, Jody. I hate you, Jody. It's the type big dick. 
Is that what you said? <laughs> the type is big dick. Are you, not are light you, skin, not six about, feet plus. Are you talking it's about just the man once you get a man who is well endowed, it's hard to just go back to average. Like who's gonna who's gonna come behind that? That's what like I the said. five inch Listen. and a half. I just said I said I was wrong with four and five Everything. Oh, I'm going to tell you what's wrong with it. I'm so glad. Look, I was going to do this on my video this Sunday, but I'm so glad I somebody asked me what is wrong with the four or five inches versus the nine inches. And it is your confidence. Like, the thing is, we don't... I'm sorry I'm moving this mic so much. We don't even mind, like, you know, I had a man that was, like, only, like, four or five inches. And for whatever reason, it went right to my spot, okay? Four? But the problem, you know, like, you know, I don't know the measurements or whatever. I'm thinking, Apparently you know, I've measured a few times. <laughs> no, but I have really? not. What I'm talking maybe about Maybe that's is why you're moving the microphone that, so much. You. That medium <laughs> rare. You. I'm talking about that. That medium rare shit, okay? I've had that, and it was not bad. But the problem with that is. hamburger medium. <laughs> No. Hamburger medium rare. <laughs> <laughs> medium rare. The medium rare. Medium rare. How do medium you cook rare. your steak? Four to five inches. Four to five <laughs> inches. Medium rare. Are no, you, but look, the confidence. That's one. the problem. Are you saying confidence adds inches to your dick? I'm saying that. That's what you're saying. I'm saying no, that is not. the reason <laughs> that I can't stand them look at the camera is because I don't want to keep dealing with your confidence. Stop looking at pornos, okay, and comparing yourself to this monstrosity. We don't want that either. We wanted your regular ass. You see what I'm saying? But you but wait a minute. cannot deal. Like you need, but you're talking you, about the guy you were talking about. So he needs to do this. I'm, I'm trying to figure out if you're talking about men across the, the board. Four to five nine inches. inches calling right now. <laughs> Tara's going to have to end this podcast segment. Oh, she's singing all of a sudden. Here goes the voice. Here it is. Yeah, it's starting to get sensitive over here. He's probably and, watching too. And I just block my nine inches because they that's that's what happens. I'd be just like Tiara in the beginning, and then I'd be like, mm, block. So wait a minute, though. You get on my nerves. I wanted to, because it got kind of spread out there. So okay. you're saying a dude with four and a five inches is less confident? Like, I, I just missed how if you he, said if that. If he is Liz, confident. I'm telling you that if he gets his confidence together th that is the problem why i cannot stand them small it usually comes with that low confidence yeah but let me and ask i don't want to keep on dealing Kinda with that get, ego i understand that confidence but, when it's working you know what i'm saying although i would prefer confidence. it bigger but, but it's it's okay but that's what i'm saying so if he put his four and a half in and it gets right to your spot at what point is he losing confidence because if he oh, started other, off with a around little thing other big dick looking niggas yeah wait yeah. say it again around other big dick looking niggas like that's where he's losing his confidence i, I, I don't get i don't get that you know, mm, I'm yeah, that, that, into, okay so you know when a person be looking how, up your how, past they be looking up your past you know what i'm saying who you used today who you used today they look at that's what i'm saying yeah 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 because yeah. you can just see a mandingo looking nigga you understand no. you talking about from a woman i I can. I can. Girl, I done been thrown off sometimes. Uh, like. Tell me what do you see when you see when you look into my eye? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, okay. How many inches do you see when you look inside my eye? How many inches do you see? No, which, but I do which see way do you a see a nice, curve? Okay, and I'm going to just tell you. And, I'm a, and I do see a nice package. I can tell by your nose. I can tell by your hands. Hilarious. And when you touch my hands, mm. I can see a nice package. I can also hear in your voice tone. I'm telling mm. you, like, as a mandingo um uh touch a hand you know, in this moment. I'm How talking about, about Gerard's hands. Like I can just when when his 
Touch. I need you know, more than that. I need to touch it. Dill the dick. <laughs> I, I don't. Dill the dick whisperer. My instincts know <laughs> right, she's immediately. She's a dick whisperer. Dick whisperer. I am. I am a dick psychologist. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Guys, there's gotta we I gotta can, come up with a nickname for that. There's no, gotta, there gotta be a fantastic. To, I used to name. say on stage that I'm a sex psychic. Like maybe, I know. Maybe that's why. Exactly. Maybe what that's what it is. And they called you a shrink. I'm looking, I'm looking at your nose. <laughs> and right, I listening can tell to your voice. by the parameter that you're about to get seven inches. You you one of them. I've never put a ruler up to next to myself, but I've never had a, I a complaint. Some things back in my I've head never, head. you know what I mean. So I, I feel, I feel good. I'm comfortable. Let and confident with how no, I I'm get just it. like I'm really, I'm fascinated. It's amazing. I want to measure it. I yeah, not men who are well endowed, they just like go for it. Yeah, like yeah. they don't care. Yeah. Like, knock that out. Oh, oh wow. I thought you was getting ready to do something else. Have you ever measured? Wait, have you ever measured? Yeah, another one. Take a slide rule. No, I could just tell. I don't even have time to do that. See, that's what I'm saying. You can say you could just tell. I don't even get to that point where I want to measure it because once I do the pat test on accident, I'm good. If I feel that it's, I'm just like this ain't gonna work. Hold on. At what point does this come? Does this come during the slow dance at the end of the night where there should be? It could come with like a hug, and I'm like, oh, accidental. But I'm saying he got, you got to give him a chance to get a little heavy. You got to let him get a little blood no, rushing down. Tell. You're not supposed to judge <laughs> that. Don't catch him too, no, too early. No, and that's what I'm telling you. Tell yeah, no bueno. You, you might have him, How did we get no to this bueno. subject? You might have him confused. Like, no, he's like, I ain't no. Is his dick smaller? Does no. he just you not have that in his pocket? Does Mexican state made off of family guy shit? You'd be like, no. Hey, what is that? Is that, is that your dick or, or a chapstick? <laughs> or are you really upset to see Are you really upset to see What's going on? Shout out to James Paul. Shout out to Joe Jack. Shout out to Miles Green. Boost. Hey. Um, Big shouts out. Appreciate y'all listening. Boom. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah. so see how you can tell when they're small? That's what I'm going to tell when they're not. I could just like something about it be like, mm, you know what I'm saying? Just my body type, like, just like it attracts that. I you will know? say, tall and naturally lanky men tend to be bigger. Yeah, and also naturally lanky, but also like too, the, there's the, another there's another kind of skinny physique. fat nigga that you. There's another kind of physique. <laughs> there's a, like a um, <laughs> somebody somebody's company just went up and came right back. <laughs> oh, okay, I thought you was talking about all no, skinny. Not the skinny fat nigga. <laughs> <laughs> used to be fat and now he in the best shape. No, but he's still like a fat dude. Like yeah, fat, yeah, like everything. Like yeah. mentally, he's, he's still fat as fuck. Like <laughs> hilarious. He don't know he yet. Don't, <laughs> he still ain't got his whole slim kit. What the fuck you doing? You still acting like a fat nigga on the inside. Wait a minute. Supposed to be dogging these bars. You're supposed to be taller. You never lost all that weight, and then all of a sudden you still act. You still got fat tendencies. I can't. But we see that with females too. The girl who's got her breast done or got all her new fake weave or the butt job, and she's still the girl who lost two hundred pounds and is out here stunning, still being a really nice chick. It's like you too cute. Where's your nasty attitude that goes with this beautiful new body? Ain't you supposed to be a bitch? Yeah. Yeah, you saying the, you saying the new skinny girls nice as shit? You all polite yeah. as shit? <laughs> Give like, every nigga a chance. Like, girl, a, he missing the eye, bitch. What you like, doing? Baby, you should take these new bad, these new bad bitch classes. They got new bad bitches classes. Yeah, yeah. You you're not doing this right. You gotta gotta learn how to be a beauty. Like that's the first thing you gotta do. Man, Instagram. Waist <laughs> like what's what's the line? Like you see you see you see like a, these pretty chicks they got low self esteem and then you see these ugly uh, chicks and That's they got and, and they got confidence. It's like there's a line. It's like if if you are like not a ratio. attractive, 
you, this to you, this. You should not have. You shouldn't display too much confidence. You can have the confidence. Don't don't be acting like let's, let's, not arrogant. Let's say this. Confident. Let's say this, Joe, because we've already agreed that confidence is the paramount of what makes someone sexy. Right. So let's not take away the confidence of an ugly girl. Let's just say beautiful girls should have more. Well, like like well, like Madell just said. Okay, now you're being arrogant and it's pointless. I mean, you know, you should you should take that into consideration too. Well, I just want to make sure we don't just because do, we calling them ugly girls. You know what I mean? I said, They're not, just less than attractive, but they shouldn't be less confident. Beautiful, beautiful girls should be more. Else. No, it's just should be more confident. You know, little just, big dudes should be more not, confident. Well, you know, you can be attractive <laughs> and still have an issue with confidence depending on. No, no, no my, a lot my of people have just issues. Just be comfortable in your own The girl who's the most beautiful traditionally, her confidence is not as as high as high. Yeah. And that and negatively come from bumfuck ass niggas taking away your light. Well, bro. listen, what, what kind of listen, niggas did you say? And that's uh, what oh, okay. that's the burden we call that bad bitch <laughs> burden. We bad call it we call it bad bitch burden. Is listen, that a bad bitch tax? You, you, you about to get your heart blues. So we comedians, everybody's traveled to been to these places, right? We all been to New York and Chicago, L.A., right. Miami, right, but you've Chicago. also been to itty bitty ass. Uh, Maryville, Indiana. You've been to Tifton, Georgia. You've uh, been to, you know, Tallahassee. One of these cities that's not major. Uh-huh. The most beautiful girl, that bartender, right, the right. dopest girl not at the all. club in a small town, leave her the fuck alone. You know why? Because every dude from that town who was supposed to make it, the dope dealer, the guy who was supposed to play pro ball, <laughs> the guy who had the good job and didn't make it, they all came. She was that dude's thing yeah. at one point. She was and here you come in from out of town like, hey, yeah. light skin, green eyes, what's <laughs> up? I'm 72 kid, you got syphilis. Dude is sitting on waiting on you in the parking lot. get it right. Everybody in town. I was the most beautiful chick here. Yeah, it's like, most likely to get the fuck out of like Keith and Thelma. They came this exactly, close to getting exactly, out of here. You, exactly. you hurt yourself. You should have been killed. You tripped over JJ taking pictures. <laughs> tripped over my brother. I was supposed to play for the Bulls. <laughs> no, for the Bears, I'm sorry. Yeah, for the Bears. Y'all better I'm not sorry. be going back to good times. Oh, people references. Oh, man. Come I know about good times. Oh, you, you know gotta throw in. You're playing in front of Chicago. In front of a live studio audience. I'm about good time. Just Cabrini Green. Good time, good time, baby. Mm-hmm. What's the word again? What, what, what part did you what just say? You came in the middle. Did I? Temporary layoff. Good time. Easy credit ripoffs. Good time. Scratching and surviving. Good time. Good time. Hey, we love you. We got it. We got it. Good time. Good time. We found before a live studio audience. That was fantastic, ladies. I was not expecting. We both had to avoid. We had a guy who was like. You know what's worse? What's bad about that show? Mm. You remember when they had the you know the the top TV dads and it's like you know James Evans. I mean that nigga is not the top TV dad. He was the top TV dad. No, he's not. Why would he not be the top TV dad? He was a horrible strong father. black man. No, you say he was a horrible he father. He was so strong, he couldn't keep a job. Man, motherfucker was not a he husband. No, that's, that's not right. No, yes it is. He it's did true. everything he could, and uh-huh. he did it moral, legal, and ethical. Mm-hmm. You remember there was an episode where he James found... James Evans was not a James husband. Evans found $27,000 one time and gave it back. Remember, and everybody called... He, he was honorably horrible. Do you remember how they used to always get on J.J. for fine and stuff? Where you get that from? Fine. Fine. 
You better not find nothing either. They didn't steal. The kids were raised. They had what they needed. They were, Thelma was fine as hell. Okay. They, had, we, they did everything uh, they were supposed to do, and he wasn't having the bullshit. He was James, in the home. Okay. Before, let, let's, um, before we get off into James too much longer, okay. I got to ask y'all what y'all got going on because we got to get the next guest in. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm doing the fantastic voyage okay. in a couple weeks. Really happy about that. Where is that? that? Tom with Tom Joyner? Cruise? I mean, Tom, not Tom Cruise. Tom, Tom Cruise. Joyner's Yeah, Cruise? it's with Tom Cruise and uh, in the next... Uh, <laughs> be, Tom Cruise will be joining the possible uh, yeah. cast. We're all going out on the cruise. <laughs> I think my uh, girl's Tom on Joyner. that with you. Uh, Pretty Joyner. Ricky. I think she's doing that one. You know what? I think I heard that. Yeah, Pretty yeah. Ricky. Yeah, very Pretty funny. Fantastic. That's I set up for awesome. some rumors when we get back. Shout out to Pretty Ricky. Hey, Shout out to Pretty Ricky. No, she is so awesome, too. Yes, she is. I hear doing her daggone thing. She got to come to the podcast. I was about to say. Okay, fantastic voice. What about you, Tia? I'll be here next week, and then I'm hitting the road. I'm gonna start testing my material out in other areas. Yeah, that's my my okay. That's That's awesome. So that's so awesome. Yeah, give everybody your ass. Thank y'all so much for coming on the show. Give everybody your ass. Uh, yeah, my at is Joe Feezy, J O E F E E Z I E on Instagram. Uh, Follow me. You can just find me on Facebook, Tierra Maiden. My Instagram is temporarily disabled right now. I need a Mm. break. What kind mm. of posts okay. you been posting Naked now. pictures you've been putting up yeah, photos. I got to follow the love. I don't got to do all of that. Uh, well, well, well. You're going to get smile. That's what you're going to get. James you. Evans was over at Tears House. Go ahead, girl. Listen. Moral, legal. Stand up, man. I believe that. Yeah. No, no, no naked pictures. I just need a break. Need to detox. You know what I'm saying? I, that I do Detoxed. understand. Yeah. Okay. See, she's okay, putting cool. cocaine at the tip of her Facebook. Yeah. All right, y'all. Y'all make sure to follow our people, man. I know. And let me Tierra, get spell that too. Make sure that me, because you got a T-I-A-R-R-E. I got a unique name, right? Yes, you do. I You're do. a very unique soul. Thank we want to make sure you do that I right. Let me get the next. Oh, okay, cool. So Phyllis Yvonne like Stickney is coming right. down. Stickney. Stickney. Phyllis Yvonne Stickney is coming down. That's OG right there. Fantastic. Phyllis Yvonne. With Gerard, I know you got a story about her. I don't have a story, but I have a question. What's the question? We're gonna wait till Miss Yvonne Stickney gets down here. Is she? Phyllis Yvonne Let's get Stickney her on here. nice and on. You down. know, she. For those of y'all waiting for her to come down, Phyllis Yvonne Stickney was in Martin's first movie, which was called Talking Dirty After Dark. Oh yeah, once love got to do it, how Stella got a groove right. back. Yeah, she was Die in a whole lot Vengeance, of stuff. Malcolm X. Malcolm X. Yeah, she's she's talking the real dirty deal. after dark. Talking. The Inkwell. Very funny. My funny teacher's comedian. wife. And a, and a regal. Yeah, She's equal. a regal she chick. A Such a queen. Yep. Dolls of Voodoo, Gun Hill, Dana Story. And she a beautiful, beautiful black woman, too. You yeah. know what I'm talking about? So, so that, that. such a queen. Yeah, man. So, so y'all have kicked it off on a fantastic night here at the Crack'em Up Comedy Podcast. Always glad the to have y'all. The pre-420 show. Oh, yeah. so the pre-420 show. All right, and I'm kicking y'all asses out of here because I've been trying to kick y'all out. I mean, my headphones is off. This nigga's still cozy. I know. He's like, um, I'm... I, no, no. When they own, they own. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we all get up and leave and then... Y'all just be hearing. He waiting on you to stand up. He ain't going to. Joe is smart. He ain't going nowhere till you stand up. See how fast you can stand up and get out of here, contest. With these heels and these tight pants. Like, thank you, thank you. Uh, Next. You see, Joe tried to tie his shoe under the table about seven times since you've been here. (laughs) Well, we were so glad to have y'all. Y'all make sure to follow these two 
on all of their social media. Also, if you ever find yourself in the Los Angeles area on yeah, a Thursday yeah. night, bring your monkey to the comedy yeah. store. Crack em Up Comedy Podcast running Bye, contemporaneously. Joe, thank you so much for coming down. Oh, yeah. enjoyed it. I'll come back. Uh, just text me. and I'll, I'll come running. Okay, we, cool. We will be glad to have you, Joe. Always cool. is good. Joe Fox in the building. Again, getting ready to hit that fantastic voyage. That's oh, yeah. that's wonderful, bro. How long are y'all out on that? Uh, it's going to be... Actually, it's seven days, but I'm only doing like four. That's that's Six that's days. enough time to make poor choices. Uh, <laughs> Good, bad decisions. I'm going to make some intelligent choices. I'm as you, be very selective. As uh, you should. But you know, I'm there to network. No, no, that's what I'm talking yeah, about. I'm there, I'm there to, I, mean, I mean, network for a future job. I listen. Well, I thought you said neck work. But, but either way. <laughs> I'm trying to get jobs, not child. No, no, listen. And hey, 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 hey. Fantastic. Look, you're talking about a brother's focused. <laughs> focused, sir. Yes, sir. Joe Feezy. Yes, sir. Roxy. Roxy, darling. You know, I was just looking up Yvonne Stickney, Stickney, um, and she is just Phyllis Yvonne Stickney. She she has a remarkable um, story. It says here that um, a string of roles in films such as What's Love Got to Do With It, Malcolm X, and the TV series The Different World won over viewers and critics. However, just as she was reaching her peak, Stickney virtually disappeared from the limelight. Um, now she exclusively reveals to us what she's been up to for over a decade, including transforming the formerly drug-infested St. James Court building in Harlem to launching several new business ventures. Uh, she said after she got famous, she went back to rescue this building. Uh, like this block on St. James Court, she had closed three three crack houses, a heroin shooting, um, gallery in her building. She pretty much like became a social worker. She's so fantastic. I can't wait to talk to her. Hey, girl. Hi. What's going on? Hello. Angela, right? What's your Angela? No, no, no. Jill. No. Jill Chris. Jill. Girl. <laughs> it's okay. I'm going to stop guessing names because I just it's be putting names on here. people. <laughs> I just be like, Angela. She looks like an Angela. I mean, just get my you. full white woman on. Jill. Hi. Um, Jill, um, how are you? I'm good. How are First you? First of all, your hair looks fantastic. Thank you so much. It's so fly. Thank you. It really matches your like beautiful face. Thank you. So it much. is a good look on your face. Uh, Thank you. I see you that. before our podcast uh, on the Tuskegee Airmen podcast. Yeah. What is the Tuskegee Airmen podcast about? I don't really don't know. <laughs> I th- you being there high and not paying attention? Um. Well, you know. I'm only here sometimes. Oh. So they have a lot of different things that they talk about. Okay, so okay, okay, okay. It's like subject-based type of stuff. Where are you from? Denver. Okay. Mm. Oh, shucks. When the last time you been home? Probably last year. Yeah, last year. Last year? In November. Okay. Got high and forgot. I Was that last year or the year <laughs> before? I don't know when I've been to the Korea. You're not lying. What you doing? You... I'm sorry, go ahead. Go, go ahead. No, go it's okay. Ahead. No, I was no, just no, going to no, ask no. how long she's been in L.A. Yeah, that's all. I've been in L.A. for about four years. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, and how you like in L.A.? I love L.A. I love the weather. 
That's why I came here is really, well, you know, among everything else. Yeah, but stand up, stand up. Were you doing stand up in Denver? Yeah, I was doing stand up in Denver. Those audiences are amazing. Really? Uh, They're club? great. What's your home yes. club there? Comedy Works. Comedy Works? Yeah. Word. Mm -hmm. There's Word. the improv, too. Um, right. But I started out in Comedy Works. That's awesome. That's I got banned from Comedy Works. Who? <laughs> Amongst. You got banned for comedy I've been works. Kicked out of so many clubs. You got you banned have? from comedy yeah. works. Why? I knew there was something the way you felt about it because when you no said no no comedy no. Oh, and okay. well well again it's an honor and esteem mm -hmm. uh, uh, to be asked to step away from certain clubs because oh. it's because it is an A list club. What, it is. What, a, it was the first an honor one that, that I was be asked in. to step away. Well, I'm saying if you you know I've been kicked. It, it, you ever get to tell somebody I've been kicked out of worse better joints than this? <laughs> like it's the top. I've been shit. kicked out from if, the best. But why were you kicked out? I've been put out of maybe a four clubs that I'm never welcome back to, but what? because who is this? Because I because I stand up for comedy and comedians. Mm. Never because I drank too much. Never because I did something stupid. Oh. Never because I punched. Is somebody that why in you were face. kicked out of comedy works? Absolutely. What were you standing up for? Aries Spears. What was what, what did it's he do? It's just mean? nothing. He just had an issue with the faculty, and you know those kind of guys travel with road managers and agents but i was a dude who worked those kind was a road comic so i worked those kinds of clubs forever and ever and i knew how to fix the scenario and i fixed the scenario but by sunday the different manager was there and all of that stuff got convoluted you're not welcome back but i got the same thing for the cleveland Empire. i could go on and on I got about four or five I places. I think I want to. I'm feeling to know the specifics, though, because well, I don't want to air. Like, I don't want to because I already put people's names in it. I could. I'll tell you the specifics, but it's not a lot. Okay, it's not a lot. I mean, it seems simple. The air of it seems simple, but <laughs> it was just about knowing. standing up for comics and comedy. Okay, it's not about like I said. You come. You know, comics can get kicked out of club for a lot of stuff. Dudes would, you know, we drink free. And then you keep sending bottles and bottles of liquor to every woman in the club. You could cuss out the wait staff. You could get in a fight. You could incite. I didn't do it. was never that. It was always about, hey, man, you guys are responsible for us, and we're supposed to work. These dudes making, it was always for some famous dude, too. Like, dude, man, these guys are making 20 grand over here this week. He's got that in his pocket. You can't have us come out like this. You got to check for us. And then I'm the asshole because I'm the young dude. I shouldn't have said this, whatever. But I'm standing up for comedy and comics. But I don't want to steal your interview. Okay, and Denver I was Comedy like, Works is get... a great, great, great. <laughs> and aesthetically, it's not a whole lot to it. But it is the it is a top-tier comedy club. I, I was blessed okay, to play I'm it. A, I'm going to definitely um, let her. So um, you, found, you found some love out here, you know? Yeah, I did. You found some love out here. That definitely makes L.A. Um, but that didn't happen until like way after I got here, though. Yeah, I mean, I I had a lot of bull. Can I say bullshit? Yes, you can say bullshit. As long as you're describing Please. your love affair. Tell I me had what a whole sack of bullshit. <laughs> Tell me what what's the first thing made you say that? Tell let we want to hear some bullshit. <laughs> well, I don't know. Like you know, like any um like young person. Um, or any person, actually. Yeah. When you're not involved with someone, you're involved with many people. <laughs> okay. Well, so that sounded like you was dating well, online? I, that sounded really bad. <laughs> uh, like you, no, I took it like you was dating online. Um, I took it like you was dating online. I, no, I wasn't dating online, actually. I never had a Tinder. Oh, okay. I was dating, like, poets, because I'm a poet, and so 
um, outside of comedy, I would date like poets and writers and people like that. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that's the group of dudes you call there in the bullshit group? Yeah. Would they be oh. poets who had great love poems though? No, it was never like really about their poetry. But but you but how you were drawn to them some kind of way yeah, from because, being like, on the set, right? Intellectual conversation, that's it. But never about their poetry. Not, Not really. one did poet they, that you take with. There was a poet that had some good poetry. But, uh, yeah, let's come on. Either his dick is bad or his poems weren't. You can't. He can't be both bad no, and everything. His yeah. poems were really good. Okay. <laughs> I'm like corny like that. Like I like, you know, guys that do corny stuff like write poetry to me. Yeah. 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 No. Why not? Why not? I mean, when's I'm I don't think I've ever had a poem written about me. Really? <laughs> written to me, you know? Yeah. Um, maybe did I, I have a I've song? A, I don't even know if I had a song. I don't I think mean, I've ever written a poem either. But if you talking about dating poets though. So what was his poem to, to you? Oh, I don't remember what it was. When the roses are red. No, it was <laughs> It was, you know what? I don't know if he ever re- wrote a poem to me. It just in general, his poetry was nice, and was he was turning write you love. on. Well, they, that, well, yeah, okay. Well, that's, see, that's what I was asking. That's what I wanted to know. Maybe, yeah. Well, it was more than that. It was more than that. It was like you know, I still would try to date the more responsible type of guys, but then you get with them and you realize, like, nah, it's just. You probably use that shit to get girls all the time. Absolutely. Nobody ever wrote it me. It sounds like some bullshit. Absolutely. It was always some bullshit. <laughs> I'm like, this motherfucker. You like, you ain't no good catch after right? all. You Just think you get in the... a relationship with Music Soul Child and you're getting Lil Wayne the whole time. But does uh, that make you, that should make you question Music Soul Child. That's like, what just I'm because talking he about. Does this that's good. what I'm talking Yes. Does not yeah. mean he's going to echo that. That's yes. why I wanted to know where these oh, good poets, because word. I know poets more so than comics and rock stars. You get in there, black woman, black queen, and you finish all of that stuff, and everybody in the room is like, oh, my gosh, he's the kind of guy, and he's just a regular dude, and everywhere he performs that poem, he gets, he gets skins. Yeah. So that's why I, I wanted to know if he is considered the bullshit. Yeah. I, on the other hand, I hate poetry you when do? I tell you I I couldn't despise it more. <laughs> like, do you hate when people read it? I, oh my god, reading is even worse. Like when you pull out a piece of paper, the fucking nerve of you. The least you could do is have that shit memorized. No, but I'm there. You come to the club and I remember. But also, I mean, too, okay, so not even that. Not even that. All, all this is what I hate. All that. Oh, it's so that. Oh, the cadence. Just, just the cadence. That just. Say, you know, I I have a joke on stage where I'd be like, why can't you just be like, hi, my name is Keisha, white man trying to keep us down, and I'm horny. Thank you so much, because that's what every <laughs> poem is about. Either, either a bitch Zora going Neil down, Hurston would or be she so needs proud. a bitch. <laughs> I was writing about conspiracy theories when I was a poet. Oh, okay. But, yeah, I, would, okay, I was, great. like, writing satire. Okay, where, um, where are you going to be at? Oh, go on. Oh, okay, I thought she was wrapping us up. That's what Mac. That's what turns him on. But that's what you like. He's like, tell me about what really happened on nine eleven. Yeah, yeah. Tell me more about that. Damn it! I want to jerk off to a conspiracy (laughs) theory. 
Well, you know, the only one, because I'm black, the only real one I was exploring was the Illuminati. <laughs> I didn't, I mean, that was the first, you know, conspiracy theory I got into. Okay. It was the first time I ever heard of anything like that. And uh, then I got into Wait, when you moved to L.A. or when you started doing poetry? Um, when I started doing poetry, yeah, I didn't know. I was also really super young. Okay. I, I was, I was pretty young, because I was doing poetry, thinking... So what did you think about the Illuminati? Go anywhere with it. Um, what did you? What did you? Th what was your opinion of the Illuminati? Oh, I wrote a poem called Hollywood Ho. Let's hear it. Oh, I don't remember that shit. You do remember it. Stop I that shit. Dale, Dale Stop will, that shit. I can see your shit. You. Pull out shit. your paper. Pull out your paper, and I hold Dale down from jumping over there and snatching it. Out it was called Hollywood Ho. <laughs> I even got no paper. It was called Hollywood Ho. It was called Hollywood Ho. I mean, that was years ago. Please, you know the first line. Hollywood Ho. Actually, I yelled the first line. It okay, was what Hollywood Ho. <laughs> That sounded good. Yeah, I know. What was the second line? Because I know you I know don't it. Remember, I Stop it. God, I, I can see it in your cheekbones. <laughs> I, I can see the, the second. second line in your cheekbones. I promise to God I don't remember the second. All right, what was the last line you ended with? Oh, I really don't. I What's said the latest something porn I you worked on? Yeah, no, see, what? Oh, what? it sounded like you said porn. I did. I was trying to oh. see. What, I was trying to see where your head was. No, no, no. no but she was getting ready to say it, though. You got okay. I wasn't getting ready to say it. The last line. You was like, I think it was. Oh, oh no! I said something about no, and then it's gonna sound corny because it's out of context. <laughs> we are no. really we are trying to set you up to fail. I know no, you. No, are. we're not. No, we're not. No, no, we're no, not. no we are win. not. This is supposed to be a comedy podcast. It is a comedy podcast. You making everybody laugh right now? Because y'all want to laugh at me. <laughs> no, they're not laughing Doing with poetry. you. <laughs> <laughs> They want to hear your poetry too because you're telling you you see poetry and people out there them like poetry. They want to hear it. <laughs> they want to hear something, man. I'd like to hear a poem in that patois. <sighs> yeah. Hollywood whore. Yeah. You know, and Hollywood <laughs> whore. Did you even like my Angelo poetry, though? But still, I rise. I, I, I love poetry. I love, I love when it's motivational mm -hmm. and it's like on print okay oh okay but all that when i be going to hear that shit uh -huh. and they be, da, 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 you don't and like I be the like, spoken the spoken word no right. i just I have spoken word online till this day that i am not proud of it pull, and why well it's not that i'm not proud of it it's fine but it's like in the foreground I, you know how many videos i've put up and it's still just there yeah and i'm like god damn it's like i can't get but rid that's of all right it shows growth well, yeah, you gotta start I guess somewhere, so. and but everybody. It was great. No, oh yeah, it was, it was dope. It was dope, but it just is nothing what I do now. That's okay. Leave. Let it. You're let a whole different shine. person now, huh? Yeah, I am. Now she's like West Hollywood ho. No. <laughs> <laughs> right. You online ho? Yes. Hilarious. All right, we gotta tell everybody where they can find you at next, and give everybody your ass. Thank you so much for coming in. Thank you for having Jill. me. Word. Appreciate that. Well, I don't know if I'll be back in Denver anytime soon. Um, but I will be in L.A., you guys. I got shows. Tomorrow I have a show in a brewery. So <laughs> just come to that show. It's definitely free. So. Where's What's your ad so they can find you when you post about it? Oh, it's at Joe Chrissy. I hope you guys can find my Instagram. I recently got hacked. 
because I guess my shit wasn't secure enough. But I worked really hard on that Instagram, and I got a lot of comedy on there. So. Oh my God! It say got it, hacked, it so you too. can't. It's at Jill Chrissy, J I L C H R I S S I E. One L. One L. Yeah, come on, okay. man. You know, you know you got to spell that. At Jill Chrissy, y'all, make sure y'all go check her out <laughs> on the Instagram One that L. she works so hard at. I know, and just to have, I feel like it was a racist man. Oh really? That's what I think it was. <sighs> that it probably was conspiracy theory. There should be a poem coming out about oh, it. Oh my yeah. word! The you. next poem, Chrissy, Instagram ho. Instagram <laughs> ho. You got to yell it out though. Cutie patootie on duty. Yes, indeed. Appreciate you coming out, y'all. Oh, make sure yeah. to follow Jill Chrissy. Jill Chrissy. Everything. So we we've got somebody new in here. How you doing? Yeah, we got Look, a house photographer you in the building. I Either saw you recording us. What word, up? Word, word. They falling in tonight, ladies and what gentlemen. What up? Turns out it's yet another good Thursday to be at the store. Cam, up, right? Guy? Yeah. Cam, what's your last name again? Bertrand. Cam, Cam Bertrand. Bertrand. Word up. You perform tonight? Yeah, I went up uh, to Sycamore Tavern. Okay. Whitney Cummings. And yeah, that, oof. It was crazy? It was crazy. You seem like you had a good set. Is one of those? Was that your first time performing there or with Whitney? Uh, With Whitney. Okay. Because you said woof. Like either you had a really good show or you didn't have a ride and you ran back. Like what happened? Both. (laughs) (laughs) This has been a great bad night for you. That jog was all right. Right. (laughs) Right. Right. To come down. Some people do drugs to come down after the show. I run 72 miles. A little late night post, post set. Post Wind set, down. Po- post set jaw. Post set jaw <laughs> slash <hilarious>. high session. <laughs> four nineteen. How you celebrating your pre four twenty? Huh? Pre four twenty. Uh, drink it. I'm oh, drinking you are pre four twenty. Yeah, you drink yeah. it. So, so your four twenty must be every day. <laughs> <laughs> We're living the dream. Well, <laughs> well, that's the funniest thing about four twenty is nobody celebrates four twenty except for people who smoke every day. Right. They're hardly random smokers who can't wait for the 20th of April oh, no, 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 no. Oh, or no, 4.20 p.m. Yeah. every oh, no. day. Oh, no. The no only people 4.20. Why at 6.20 in the morning? Right, right. It's people be straight. Oh, I missed it by two hours. <laughs> I got to wait till 4.20 p.m. now. Exactly. <laughs> Nobody's doing none of that. No, Not anybody who like celebrates this thing. Yeah. <laughs> people on their way to the weed spot right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm talking about ha- having just returned from it. Yeah, they just left. They're like, oh, I forgot. I forgot. Something. Right. Walk back in there. Jim, what's happening? The usual. Like, you like, just got the usual. It's like cheers. <laughs> well, everybody knows your name. Yeah, let me get a, let me get a 10 ounce. <laughs> like, but if I get it today, I don't got to come back tomorrow. Right, I can that, just get two today. See. I, I only smoke a little bit of weed. I don't like all that. Like, I, I just can't be smoking all day and shit, right. you know? And I like, now that I'm older, like, I used to, like, smoke dog it up. You know, in my days in D.C., you get up, you smoke weed, you do, go to bed, smoke weed. Um, now I have to have everything done mm. before I smoke. It's like, your end of the day. It's my, it's my right, nightcap. Right. It's does like it, my little shot of Patron. Does anybody remember the scene? There's a scene in Jackie Brown that uh, uh, Sam Jackson said, see, that's why I smoke at night. <laughs> no. <laughs> that should have still your ambition. <laughs> I thought we discussed my memory before. It's also, L.A. Weed's different. This though. is just a, This is li- literally medical. It's, it's meant to do this. It's meant to just get you right. Like, but, it, but here's the thing about that. The piece that grows out of the earth was that's the intention of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? 
the 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 weed that was growing out of the earth when Adam and Eve were here right. was for that. That's why anybody knows us. So yeah, of course. But it's on another <laughs> tier here, yeah. certainly, than it, it is, is on at, another tier. at other places. But the idea of it, you know, if your stomach hurts, if you got if you've been taking chemotherapy and shit, you are not gonna wanna eat. But you put one of them edibles or you put something no, on it, no, it's, no, it's going to get his appetite no, back. Just, That's why it's good for AIDS and cancer patients and diarrhea and and nausea and any of that kind of, any stomach ache. Just, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a thing. I just guys, from Colorado, took my first edible. Uh, my friend gave it to me it was before I took the plane. And he was oh like, do God. it before you get to the airport. And he was like, it'll kick in by the time you're on the plane. It's the greatest decision I've ever made. Really? It, like, what did you like, have? What did you have? It was a little gummy. Uh, oh, a little bitty gummy. It was, it was perfect. Okay. It's one of, you just, you don't even, it, it makes you feel so good. You're just like, oh, I could fly all day. I could just be sitting here. Mm. It's, it's worth The edibles it. affect me I think when they're that small. Sometimes they, uh, one time I, somebody gave me, it looked like a blow pop. It was called THC's candy. Uh-huh. Right? And so it's like, don't chew it. So I just had it in my jaw the whole time. And it goes down to the stick. Look, it's exactly like a blow pop. Tastes horrible. I just left it in there. But I always get impatient. Mm. So I put something together. And, of course, by the time I hit half of that, I'm fucking zah. Oh, my God. You know what I mean? It's like I was waiting on that thing to kick. Then there was another one that kind of kicked in like a molly or something like that. Like I I started sweating. I was like, wait a minute. This is crazy. It it was on a on a. So it's like with the edibles, just like you were saying, you never really know. Yeah, you never know. And until after the you first find time your you thing. eat it, you don't know. Yeah. I know. And the last time I had one, um, I got fired from this club. <laughs> from this because, club? No, from this other club I was going to. My sister was like, oh, I want to I wanna get a muffin. I want to get a muffin. So um, a brownie. So, you know, I had just like a little piece, enough to be like, okay, okay, okay. I see how that is. Mm-hmm. You know, that's all I was going for is that little piece just to see. Child, on the way to the club, I get to throw it up. Mm. Like, and I had had some coffee earlier. You know, coffee mm. sometimes rock your stomach mm. and it was making me like nauseous in the car. Mm. So by the time I got there, and look, and then I hadn't realized that it had, because it, I took it way earlier. This was like maybe four or five hours after I took it. You know, I laid right. down. Then I get up. By the time I get to the club, I can't even like open my mouth. Like, I'm like, on the phone, you know how you call somebody and you get ready to, you think you get ready to talk fast, and then all of a sudden you you notice yourself high on their voicemail right. and you can't do shit. I'm on the voicemail like, then people called me. They was like, uh, are you having a substance abuse problem? I'm like, no. I was like, I took this edible by accident, uh, but my homegirl was like, why didn't you tell them you was um your stomach was hurting, you know? But I'm so glad I did not tell them my stomach was hurting. And I told them I took an edible and I wasn't expecting to be so strong because uh, me and my sister left this club at 7.30. You know, I told them I couldn't perform. And then we woke up in a car at like 3 a.m. with our feet and like hands hanging out of the car. Like we had never made it into the car. We were still in those people parking lot wow. at 3 a.m. Off of feet a hanging out of a muffin. No, she had the rest of it. I had one wow. bite. And I'm like, what do you need something that strong for? <laughs> you just got to remember. It's, and it all depends. Remember, it's like drinking. How much sleep did you get? How much food is in your system? How much do you weigh versus this? You know, how much water have you? You know what I mean? It's a lot yeah. of variation. Man, at least but drinking's you- like a build. Like, you know, one drink, two drink, three drink. You know where you're at. 
Yeah. Edible is like nothing, 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 everything. Yes. But watch this. Watch the comparison. It's, remember, they tell you not to smoke after you're drunk, mm. right? Because remember, you could drink and drink and drink and know exactly where your drunk is and then hit some weed once and it just be complete, right. right? Where you could smoke all day and have one sip of drink and say, no, that's messing me up. And you're not going to get any more drunk. You know, that's true. It's the opposite. Like that's I said, if you're, if you're drunk, and you start trying to hit, man, you, it could be lights out. Yeah. And that's the kind of same way that the, because you can't tell what it's going to do until that's after funny, it enters your system. Because people who drink all day, they try, or people who smoke all day, they don't want to drink. Because they're like, nah, that one sip might might put me over. Well, but no, no, no. It, you could smoke all day and sip, but you could make the choice. Remember, if you take one sip of mm -hmm. beer, it's not good. You just had one ounce of beer in your mouth. Right. If you've been drinking all day and you hit one piece of weed, it could be to the moon. That's when the room starts spinning, your hands down, I got to throw up, I'm not good. You know what I mean? You can't tell how much that one breath of weed smoke is going to do right. when you've been drunk Most people will, um, like, most people, when they've been drinking, though, they, they'll, they like, either smoke a cigarette or smoke some weed to, like, bring they, bring they, yeah, like, but thing drunk, up. It's, it's be, remember, beer before, what is it? Beer before liquor, never sicker. It's the same concept. You've been drinking... It's like once you get to be a certain age as a man, if you've been drinking all Hennessy all day. All these alcoholic sayings. Tell the, tell the truth. <laughs> Beer and, before and liquor, never Max, You we might not run. know yet. And, and, Cam, you probably don't recognize this yet. When you're a young dude, you can drink everything. Mm -hmm. As you get older, if you start with Hennessy, that's kind of where you need to stay. You have a Hennessy and a vodka and a beer Cam, and a shot. Cam, what you be drinking? Light and dark together much. or what, Cam? He hit the nail on the head. I'll drink anything. You'll drink oh, yeah. anything. I'm at that point. Yeah. Cam I, is I, like, I don't like vodka. <laughs> I'll, I'll do my best, except Ciroc. Ciroc's the only vodka where I'm like, that's where. All of a sudden, he's got vodka favorite. exceptions. A, I drink I brown, it. but it's yeah. vodka. I was like, I could take it. I don't, it could be the shit next to the register. Yeah. I don't care about what brand vodka is. Really? Because I, I, I don't like it like that. If okay, I'm, I'm ready to go upstairs, y'all. Um, follow me at I am D E L Harrison on the Crack 'em Up Comedy Podcast, too. Make sure y'all download it. I'm going to let Gerard finish here with Cam. Are you hosting the rest of the Yeah, those? I'm hosting the rest of the night. Uh, I did not know yeah, that, yeah. Dale. Damn it. Have some fun. Yeah. Like it's I said, be lit if you find yourself in Los lit. Angeles on a Thursday night, y'all make sure to get to the world-famous comedy Love store and take your ass upstairs to the belly room where you can catch Dale doing it live for real, for real. And if you're, and if you're blessed and fortunate... She'll have on the same ensemble because she looks great tonight Thank per normal. Dale always is good. Y'all make sure to follow Dale. Cam, what else you got going on in the city, man? Man, I just got back. I just got back. Uh, I did a 35-day run in Florida, knocked out 53 shows. Fantastic. It was nuts. Fantastic. What, uh, yeah. Where where all were you? Uh, I was in Tampa, Fort Lauderdale. You did, you're uh, doing improvs? I did the side splitters. Oh, so, nice, yeah. nice, 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 nice. Yeah. So the uh, and yeah, side beef. splitter is the old. You said they beef. Yeah, between the improv, so I can work the improv as long as I don't get paid, which is stupid. So that's the kind of beef they got, where it's like, oh, you can go up there, but don't you don't you let them work you? Like it's it's dumb, but uh, yeah, side splitter is my home club. That's where I started, so that's where I always be. Um, yeah, did that in Tampa, did uh, Port Charlotte, Miami, Fort Lauderdale, improvs. Uh, no, down there they got independent rooms. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, yeah, and mm -hmm. then there's some clubs. I uh, did a club in Sarasota. Did a uh, McCurdy's. Did a uh, what else I got down there? Visani's. That's a comedy zone room. You ever do a thing called in Marco Island? The off the hook. I don't know. It was a. It closed. It was, now. A, it was a restaurant. Yeah, 
Yeah, it was the off the hook. They closed it now. There's one in Naples though. We call it like dudes call it. I was working. Kept calling a fake ass red lobster. Yeah, absolutely. Owned by the dudes from Boston. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you got to you got to call the owner captain. You got to call him. Is that captain? He's an asshole, dude. He was, a, he was an asshole. He was a real He's still asshole. An asshole. He was a bold faced liar. He wasn't shit, dude. That was an awful experience. I had a good time yeah. up there. He tries uh, to make comics sleep on a boat instead of giving him a hotel or a dude, condo. This dude sleep put on me, his boat. This dude put me in a $3 million house. What? Swimming pool, everything jazzy. And then when I call him to say, yo, what time is somebody coming to get me for the clay? He's like, we don't pick anybody up. So I'm featuring. I'm like, he's like, catch a cab. I'm like, dude, I don't have any fucking clue where I am. Right. I'm staying in a house in a neighborhood. Now the headliner staying at the hotel next door to the club. This is before Uber. This is before. And and I'm not doing that. Like, how right. much do I am I supposed to pay to go to work? I bought a plane ticket, dude. Yeah. I remember, there's no airport mm-hmm. at that. Yeah, you got to drive. Super wealthy location. What I didn't tell him because I, it, it, like I said, I had connects in Florida too. So every time I go to Florida, I always go work with my man Tight Mike and LC. You know um, LC. Yeah, LC's the guy. And then you know Tight Mike. I think Mike just got a radio, got morning radio in Orlando. He Maybe. had been doing the Tight Mike radio show, and he just started promoting it with some call letters, like with some FM call letters. So big shout out to Tight Mike. Yeah. But I would always so I so I rented a car. I drove to Orlando. Did that? Went to Tampa first. Went mm-hmm. to Orlando, and I drove back and dropped a car off back at the at, at the, the at the at the rental car space at the airport, oh, okay. and then told dude I'm fresh in town because right. they were supposed to send somebody to get me. It's like I'm not renting cars all weekend, so I turned that car back in. He was already talking. I'm gonna get you some extra money. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do the third. He didn't do any of it, man. I had to catch a hundred dollar cab to the. Woo! Yeah, to, and and it sent me to the house. So just ridiculous, man. That was an, I was just telling our last guest. She's from Denver, and I was like, man, that's the first club I ever got put out of, or that I've been banned from, was Denver Comedy Works. And uh, but that one in Marco Island was one of the last clubs I've been asked to never return. You know right. what I mean? Based in the oh, same don't, shit. Don't, just don't speaking. Even that club don't exist no more. Well, so. like I said, you can't you can't mess with God, people, man. And that's right. what I'm saying. When, when and, and and big shouts out to Spellbinders. You know, we need clubs other than the major clubs to keep the major club in line because right. what we're dealing with right now is very very close to monopoly. Right. Because once they close everybody else down, they got they got all the power. And and remember, I don't know if y'all are aware, but the but the the money inside of comedy clubs has been the same since the comedy boom of the eighties. Mm-hmm. So while if you work at Popeyes, you get fifteen dollars an hour now, but comics are still making the same money post right. comedy boom of the eighties. Yeah, comedy money has not gone up. No, <laughs> which is funny when you hear people talking about Monique me way more than five hundred grand. It's like, dude, if y'all understood the real money in comedy, mm-hmm. I know you got swayed by looking at Kevin Hart making eighty-seven point five million last year, but that's Kevin. That's what happens when they put that kind of money out. Like when they show when they show you these guys are getting that money. Yes. It's like, but ninety percent of people are not. Dude, they're not. All right. They're not. And, it, and it's a one percent that gets that money. Come on. And then everybody else, they remember they're more regular working comics, mm-hmm. uh, comics keeping these clubs in the middle of the country open. Right. Just like you said, how you could go hit 35 clubs and, I mean, 53 uh, days and, thir- you know, whatever, right. 35 and 53. Uh, and then tap right back out of it and come back to L.A. knowing that that shit ain't going to close because you're here. They're sure. comics who stay working in the center yeah, of the they're, country. Yeah, they're, they're still going to be there. And they're great comics those are those dudes have skill set that keeps them working right. but the money never matches like that 
So it should. It be. barely covers you traveling there, house and food, you know, eating and Come then on, flying dude. back. Come on, and that and and so that's what we're talking about. And that group would tell you where you can't go get some money, mm-hmm. and it's like, dude. We need you. We need those levels of clubs that's not, and I don't even want to say their names because they are two clubs. They run very similarly together, and I don't want to call their names because it really is very, very, very close to a monopoly. Right. You know who I'm talking about. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It, they do that because they're not losing right now. No, no, no. They're never, gonna, they never lost. Them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No they else. never lost. No else. I was saying that I was talking to a, a comic who just started who's already dealing with theft. Mm-hmm. Somebody already took her bit. So I say, you see how long you've been in the game? I say, you've been out here for about maybe six weeks actually getting on stage and whatnot, and you're already dealing with theft. So I want to let her know that theft is at the core. Scandal and scoundrel is at the core of what we do. Right. And I don't think anybody else had been able to get abused like comedians had because, like I said, if you play piano, if you or a jazz ballet dancer, if you've done anything else to have this traditional training, you're authenticated when you come out of the class or when you begin to work professionally. As a comedian, you leave your house with no value. Mm -hmm. You walk into the club with zero value. And even if you're hilarious, no one could have depended on that. Right. Yeah, it's it's all maybe. It's a maybe. Right. So even if you're a prodigy, the club couldn't market you to get the most out of it. So so you're, when you show up, you have zero value. Absolutely. And then there you work, you work, you work, but you're doing this for free. You're working on the craft, but you're not getting paid for it. You mm-hmm. And you can't do it at home. It's not like if you play tuba, right, right. you do that in your mother's garage. You, you can't. Go, oh, now I'm hitting this note. It you, sounds exactly like this song. Precisely. Right. You can't do that with comedy. you got to leave where the people love you and go to where no one knows you and mm-hmm. keep doing this and eventually the club will offer you some value but it will not be for value's sake right right the you value they offer you is 10% of what you're worth it's it's zero <laughs> because remember it's going to be cam you want to host a Friday night show? And you're going to be, hell yeah. Ooh, I can't wait. Hell yeah. Friday, I get to do 8 and 10. We get you some chicken wings and a couple of, what you say? Not vodka. We get you a couple of Ciroc's. You'd be like, whatever, man. I just want to work on a Friday night. I've been doing Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, whatever, the open mic nights, the light nights. And you see something in me. You offered me this chance to go perform on a night of value. But you're not paying me for it. Right. And that was the moment I was supposed to say, hey, man, my my rent is due tomorrow, mm-hmm. right? But you're, you're still like, but excited. You got a day about- job, right? Like, oh yeah, what well, else? See, see, it's like, dude, you yeah. know, you know, you're supposed to pay me if you put me mm-hmm. on on Friday night. Oh, it's, it's a it's a night of value. You can't afford to let your crowd walk out disappointed. You right. never offer me the night if you didn't think I was worth it. Right. But but I can't ask for the money just yet. And then as soon as you go up and you're not as talented as they thought, mm-hmm. it's over for you. It's a wrap. Yeah. It's oh, no, no more Friday nights for you. Back to the Mondays. Back to Mondays. Yeah. And you're not getting this Friday for another couple years. Matter of fact, do me a favor. Take these paper towels and toilet paper in that uh, in the men's room when you walk past. Uh, <laughs> like, wait, what? Don't tell nobody you performed here neither. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah all them Instagram pictures, take take them off. Cam, uh, do me a favor and uh, grab that smock. Need you help me in the kitchen real quick. Hey, but can you promote the show tomorrow? Well, I'm, I'm not on the show tomorrow. Yeah, but can you plug Precisely. it? Precisely. <laughs>
Yeah, here, take this giant arrow and do a dance move on the sh- at the corner of Main and Central. Well, can I get a check for that? Nah, that's just because you want to get on. You see, that's yeah, you got to pay a lot of dues. And it's worthy. Once you get through it, you understand it. Right. That's why we say it's like pledging a fraternity or some shit like that, where you have exactly to go. You got to go through the muck in order to get on the other side. But once you do, it should be a little bit sweeter than how it goes and like i said people thinking that people are supposed to get millions and millions of dollars just because oh he funny give him millions well there's a lot of funny people dude there were a million funny people right not everybody can get a million everybody ain't gonna get the million and and uh but it's funny to see how you should get a fair amount you should get the money you you know that you've worked for I just, I always say to the people at the club, you know, because a lot of times you have a complaint about something, hotel, something. You, you didn't, y'all didn't come get me, man. I need right. to be at the club. Like I said, I'm a headliner for a club. I got to rent a car. And I ain't doing nothing. You know, a lot of these cities, I mean, I'm not trying to be out here sightseeing and all that. I'm right. resting You're for the Spokane. show. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I want to go sightseeing in Spokane. In Hoover, Alabama, <laughs> man. I love, that's the greatest, one of the greatest clubs on a couple. But what are we doing today? Right. Chilling, man. I'm watching college football. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to sleep as long as I can. I'm catching as much of these playoffs and I'm going to sleep because I got three 30 sh- minutes before my set. Yeah. Well, you know, but, sit in the green room, go up, handle business. Dude, and again, I don't want to call the name of the club, but some of the hotels, dude, that I've had to stay in, you sleep in my, man, sleeping in my clothes. I get threatened in the oh, parking yeah. lot by ne'er-do-wells who stay in this motel and all that kind of stuff. Like, I want to tell the people, man, like, for what, for the effort that you put, into tonight right. don't you want me well rested right, right, right. yeah for I, all the phone calls you made this week booking parties you, yeah. and making sure this schedule was right for the faculty don't you want me in a good space at right. this moment we about everything more than the comics it's like oh we make sure that everything's good everything's good and the comics like well i didn't get a good night's sleep because my neighbors are fighting like because you put me in project in <laughs> like dude there's no reason and then and i gotta pass 72 hotels on the way to the club right, right. 72 hotels where nobody's fighting. 72 hotels that were way better than this. You ever work at a club and then and then you hear the uh, last week? Oh, yeah. Man, Cam, last, last week. Last week, Pat sold out. Everything was perfect. Man, it, it was some drug dealers. They gave every comedian $12,000 in once. Could not have been a better week. But, you know, this week, we just don't got it. Last they start pat, week. They start patting their pockets. You know, we just don't even got it. You know, we didn't make what we thought we was going to make, so you can't make what we uh, told you you was going to make. Uh, it's like, man, this this is not happening. One time, me and a uh, big shout out to my homeboy, Tyler, man, we were in uh, in Tallahassee, as a matter of fact. Mm, fam, you. Drove down from, from, uh, from, from Atlanta. Uh, and the promoter did not have our funds, man. And I was yeah. so hot. And I had a little friend with me that night. And so when we get back from the club, me and her go to the room. And uh, Tyler, I don't know where Tyler went. He was, um, he and the promoter went the other way. So the whole time me and the girl in the room, the phone is just ringing and ringing and ringing and ringing and ringing. And I refuse to answer the phone. I mean, a good 90 times the phone rings. And finally I answer it. It's Tyler. He says, come down to the promoter's room. I say, cool. Since it's him, I say, cool. I go down, I knock on the door, and Tyler answered the door. That was my first sign. Mm-hmm. I say, okay, cool. So Tyler opens the door. When I walk in, I hear him locking, putting on all the extra locks. And I'm like, oh, shit. And Tyler says, break your motherfucking self. I'm like, whoa. Dude had $42 in his pocket. 
We got in for all his cash. We jumped in the car, and then this is this would be probably circa nineteen ninety eight. So thirty, I think we between thirty five and forty five dollars is what he had left, right. which at that time was ample money to fill the tank with gas. If mm-hmm. you know Atlanta to Tallahassee, that's four hours, right. uh, and we get hamburgers and all that kind of stuff on the way home. Like we did, we we wanted for nothing. You had on the to way. get your show worth. Well, we had to get. Uh, strong arm robbery work because that's what <laughs> that's what it was, and my man was married. You know, he was married, dude. Like, like I said, that's what they don't think about. That some of these dudes have kids right. and you families. Keep, you can't play with somebody. You can't money. keep coming home with no money, man. Right. Like, you can't do that. These dudes are playing, man. I did the show, and uh, I could I could have left that show with no money and been like, okay, I can still get home. Mm-hmm. My friend was like, oh, no, 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 I'm leaving here with something. Mm-hmm. So the dude was like, oh, I just don't got the money. He was like, that's fine. That's cool. And the dude was like, ooh. I, like, he really thought, like, oh, we got over or on one. He yeah. starts stacking chairs. He stacks seven chairs. He throws them in the back of his car. Like, he 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 made sure seven chairs fit in his car. And the dude was like, well, well, where are you going with the chairs? He said, I'm going to sell them. Right. I'm, you, you, it's fine. You don't got the money, but. I'm gonna get the money's worth out these chairs. Right. This is what the set was, and the dude was like, "Oh well, I can, I can give you the money now." I was like, "Oh, so you have the money to buy these chairs back?" See. But you didn't have the money, so he ended up paying the money. But then my friend was like, "I still kind of want to take these chairs." Right. Of principle, yeah. Of being like, "Oh, you didn't want to pay me, but you'll pay for these chairs." Yeah. That's that's you're paying for quality. Right. The show's done now. You got the product. Right. Now you you want to pay for something that isn't the product. Yeah. Yeah, that's fantastic, dude. And, uh, we normally do stereo musical equipment and whatnot. Y'all ready, Max? Okay, okay. Cam, let everybody know where you're going to be. I think they got the next crew getting ready to come in. You know yeah, me yeah. and you, do. Always glad to have Absolutely. you, even yeah, if I it's on the podcast through. or catch you in the hallway or any yeah, of that no. shit. Uh, find me at Cam the Comic on everything. That's where I'll post show dates and whatnot, so it's easier to find me there than be like, find me Thursday at 7 on blah, blah, blah. Right, so right, right. I just, I'll post everything on stuff, so if you find me at Cam we'll the Comic. We'll be stealing chairs. Say it again. <laughs> Yeah, but I think they'll remember it easier if they're just like, oh, instead of having to remember, oh, the Sycamore Tavern on Friday at 8. I think that's harder to remember than just Especially on, on a night where we're flushing a lot of stuff. Right, so there's you a do lot want of to plugs. make sure to get your get yeah, but, the main thing where, yeah. where all of that can be found. Yeah, all the shows can be found. Cam the Comic. I'm just I'm on everything. So that's easier than like Thursdays and, that's and Fridays. C-A-M or K-A-M? C-A-M. There yeah, you go. Yeah. You know what? I should start specifying that. I never even thought about it's it. It's important. There are a lot of It's games. important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you want to you want it to be clear. Remember that all of this is about is promoting you and what you do. So we got to make sure to to articulate that to the fullest. True that. You know what I mean? I appreciate it, man. I always appreciate y'all having me, man. You already always know. Good to come through, you man. already know, man. Y'all make sure to fool with this dude. He's a funny guy, man. He's doing it the right way. See, he's getting it on the road, putting in the work when he's out here at home in L.A. I appreciate it, baby. All right, I'll take care. Uh, oh, you take care. Be ready. Already. My brother Max, who we got coming in? Oh, yeah. crack him up. Comedy Podcast. We got a new guest just jumped in the room. Let everybody know your name. Matt Richards in the motherfucking house. Matt Richards in the motherfucking house. Where you from, Matt? New York City. Are you here? Here? Are you? Uh, you just. I love when people us. ask me that. That's a. That's a that's LA a question. Very LA. Are you staying, nigga? Yeah, yeah. Remember, but shit. Are you here? You be like, motherfucker. You you, do you see me? I'm standing here. In yeah, the yeah. flesh. But you know, it's the same. You know, when we come up to New York. But it's like, hey, you funny man, blah, blah, blah. How long are you going to be here in this motherfucker? <laughs> right? Is that, I don't think it's, that's that. No, I, I think, think everybody's. That's how we ask that in New York. No, 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 no. But about 
are you are you passing through you you know you no, just, I, are you I, doing the circuit or are you here are I, you I are you are you paying yeah, yeah as yeah. of as of a year ago yeah 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 so it's always welcome I just it changes <laughs> it's like this I, you know I came here from Atlanta so okay remember people always passing through mm-hmm. and then of course you got people who return and take up residence mm-hmm. and remember on the in the circuit that matters like how many comics are gonna be standing in line around here and so it becomes uh. like well wait a minute he's hilarious. This guy who just came out here from New York was hilarious, and I really like his style until I find out he's a permanent fixture on this. There's a little hate going on. There should never be. There should never be. And I don't think with the with the are you here, but I think when it comes probably because I don't know about it really from New York, but, mm-hmm. but I haven't been here for years and years. I really think it's really just about the commitment to being, like I said, are you passing through or yeah. are you here? You make. No, I'm here. I'm here now. Because again, coming then, up, I'm everywhere. Yeah, but when you pay when you pay rent here, remember it's different than Touché. New York. Uh, because remember in New York, you do two, three shows a night. You can catch you one in the daytime, Five, six, seven. You know seven what I mean? And and, and and get home and and you can still maintain a really nice life as a comedian. No, what you really need to live here is a bed because you could be paying rent <laughs> or living on someone's couch. But until you have a bed, that's when you're actually a resident. Yeah, no, I have a, that's when you're a real resident. But again, as a, a comic, bed, yeah. how do you pay for the bed? That's one thing. Remember, it, here's I was paying rent off stand up in New York. I moved at, out here. That's the point. Went to a, a club. I won't say the name, but they said uh, I filled out a W nine for eight dollars. How about that? I know what club that was. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Right. Right, it's one thing. Buddy hit me on the back. He's like, "Welcome to L.A." Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, make it, it legit. It's one know. thing to give me eight dollars. It's another thing to tap Uncle Sam on his shoulder nah, and I tell him that you gave me yeah ten percent of my manager. That means <laughs> I'm left with enough for a pack of gum. <laughs> As a matter of fact, we got a big plint pack, and I took three out and gave the manager fourteen <laughs> pieces. The seventeen piece plint pack, <laughs> big red. You can't even buy cigarettes with that. No. Oh, at this point. At shit at this point. Yeah. Speaking of coming from New York, a pack of cigarettes are fourteen bucks. Fifteen ish now. Yeah. Dude, I bought a pack of cigarettes right across from uh Madison Square Garden and I was stunned. This was about three, four years ago. I'm stunned. It. I'm hurt that I did that. And as I'm packing the pack, mm-hmm. coming out of the store, dude was like, hey, man, you got an extra cigarette? i like, dude, peace, be still. Please just don't let me hurt this. <laughs> I, I, it's like I felt like I wanted to punch him, but I thought I might break That's one of the cigarettes. I was like, I can't bum do it that. wrong. <laughs> Everybody knows if you want to bum a cigarette, you hold a dollar. Listen, I just paid 14 Still, and I don't dollar. live there. It'd be different had I, if I were used to paying fourteen dollars. <laughs> but here's a, I have a rule, and I don't mind. I'll give this away on, on the podcast. I will, and I'm a and I'm a friendly smoker, which means I understand. I know what it's like to not have one. Oh, so yeah. if I have one and somebody doesn't have one, traditionally you got that. But you can't ask for me a cigarette while I'm standing in front of the store. That's what you can't do. Ah, so there's like a, I move a right perimeter. Out yeah, you come on, dude. I'll yeah, tell you, you in got, front of the store. They got all. They got thousands. <laughs> they got thousands of them right in. About eight steps, dude. You man. Matter of fact, let me. You get, made it. I'd be like, hold on a second. Let me let me get that door for you. <laughs> and then I got another one, and that's do I have an extra cigarette? And that is no, but I can blow this one in your face. Oh. <laughs> Bask in the ambiance. Yeah, yeah. Like get the fuck out of my face, dude. Fifteen dollars a cigarette, man. You got that's unbelievable. Yeah. When I went to the Middle East, you could buy Lucy's there. 
They just had like a tray of just assorted cigarettes, and you could give them. Like, I don't. I don't, I don't understand what the problem with Lucy's is. Like, like big tobacco doesn't make money if they're selling. Lucy's. I disagree. Remember when if you buy a pack, Philip Morris already got their bread. Yeah, you then if then if you take that pack, cut the top off of it, and sell them for for fucking one cent a piece, that's what you're dealing with. Once you purchase the pack, but those are each less cigarettes that are going to be purchased from big tobacco. Well, yeah, but but again, remember this is just like the NFL. This is a group of people who sat on some information that they knew about how badly addictive and how awfully. Uh, you would end up for smoking. They didn't share that information with you. What they were trying to do, what your point is, and, and it's a great point, it's not just that it's fewer packs being purchased because maybe somebody doesn't need 20 Class A cigarettes. Maybe they just want one, mm -hmm. and they would have bought a full pack because they couldn't get Lucy. But what you're banking on them doing is developing the habit that will have them constantly buying the pack. Well, anybody that buys Lucy's is going to buy packs when they have pack money. Absolutely. You could always tell who uh, just got their check, <laughs> right, because they will traditionally have uh, – they'll be maybe eating uh, four-piece from Popeye's. Mm -hmm. They'll be opening a pack of Newports, and then they'll be hauling ass to, like, the weed dude or the liquor store. You can always tell when that check came in. It's, it's like a good a, day. It's an order of operation. Like, <laughs> man, we're going to get something to eat, we're going to get something to smoke, we're going to get something to smoke, and it's going to be Friday night. And then three days later, we'll be back to buying Lucy's. I used to work at a head shop in Tucson, and people used to come by, obviously, every night buying cigarettes, and they would only have, like, a handful of teeth. Mm. <laughs> they, would, they would come in, and they would... They would Sounds like Tucson. <laughs> so they came in with Lucy's. Yeah. <laughs> and then they would come in again, like, an hour later, mm. asking for another pack of cigarettes because they got too drunk and lost the first pack. But... All, like the marijuana companies beat the tobacco companies because they could have just sold one premium cigarette with like a gold foil around the front, not around the filter. Nah. The thing is, I mean, think about how long cigarette. I was telling somebody just the other day, cigarettes. That's nicotine, sugar, caffeine, are more addictive than heroin. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cocaine and all these other drugs. But a policeman... They're only more addictive because of how widely accessible they are. But They're but, the same, technically. Absolutely, but but remember, you got to smuggle cocaine over, Nobody's and you can buy cigarettes on an airplane with store. sugar in their ass. You, you, yeah, but, but remember, you can get some sugar in your coffee on the, on the thing. Mm -hmm. So I'm looking at, at the first 48, right? Dude doesn't want to talk, so they offer him a cup of coffee, Coca-Cola, cigarette, how much? To, to tell on the weed guy, mm -hmm. you just those these three things are just as addictive, if not more, than the marijuana, which ain't really hurt nobody. It's helping cancer and age patients. Mm -hmm. You want me to tell on them, but only after you give me a cigarette, a cup of coffee, and a Coca Cola. Would you ever be sponsored by a um, a cigarette company? How what much kind of sponsorship are we talking? Like, do you know how Chappelle? You never see him on stage without a cigarette, mm -hmm. right? What if? You had to be the next person on stage with a, a, a pack of Newports. Morally, I am opposed to that, but also I have bills, so. Uh, I, yeah, I think at this point in my career, I would take a sponsor as long as it was. I mean, I'm a smoker. Yeah. You know what I mean? I can I, tell I, you sound I, you sound like liquid on the mic. 
How about that? Yeah, it works. Voice is brought to you by everything heavy smoke, brown tip cigarettes. This is brought to you by buglers. I, said, <laughs> I, I sound like I've never smoked a cigarette in my life. I don't. I don't know if I hear that. I got. I got smoke in my ears. I don't know. Sound smoky, man. I would take the sponsorship. I probably would. Um, but at the same time, like I said, this is the most public I'm going to be about. I don't never talk about smoking. I normally just show up and stink up the room. You know what I mean? But I don't ever want to talk about it. I'm in a space where I'm you know, really behind it. I wish I could be past. It's just too expensive. It's not attractive. It's a different day. Just coming clean. Just, I feel like this is therapeutic. No, 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 no. no. I mean, it is, it is. We're what, having a breakthrough. It is what it is. Yeah. Like I said, when I first moved to Cali, it was early 2000s. I'm at the Improv. I didn't know anything about it. They had that the window up, so you're inside the bar, but it's kind of like here, like at yeah. the front. I asked the bartender for a uh, an ashtray. I said, can I smoke in here? And he says, no. And at the same time, he reached and put an ashtray up. He said, by law, I have to tell you no. But here's an ashtray. Go ahead and smoke. All right. So then I light up, but I'm the only person, so I can tell I'm pissing everybody off. And that's not, you know, I'm a party dude. I like to have a good time. So, and cigarettes used to be a thing that were really, really, that's why it's hard for me to quit because the smoking section is cracking always. Mm. You want to be outside. I bet you right now that's why the outdoor bar is better than, you know what I mean? People, right. the smoking section, the weed smokers, the every the cool kids are in the smoking section. Yeah, now it's almost taboo. It could be almost be another comedy show is like the tobacco smokers. It's, it's just like I mean, on. Let's not call it tobacco. Remember? Oh, yeah, sorry. It's um, 420 outside, too. Remember, you got the element is outside at the smoking section. That's, that's to be cool as the the cool kids, the pretty girls, the tough dudes, everybody's outside at the. So it's hard to stop because that is. Remember, that's why they funneling the music out there and everything. You know, the smoking section is not just that alley behind the witch call. You got to put some velvet ropes and shit around it because they know it's going to be the cool kids going to be there. Celebrities going to be outside smoking. It's just not welcome on the inside. But when you finish smoking, and then you go back inside the room in a city that people don't smoke like that, dude, it stinks. I went like to it. high school out here where it was the first town in America where they banned smoking. Like all together mm. in your apartment, in the, in the town. Yeah, in your apartment out on the street. Is that Burbank, uh, Calabasas. Okay. Is that right? Yeah, completely. You can't know, smoke tobacco. It's like that in like Hermosa Beach or something like that too, right? Maybe, but um, you lo- you can't buy tobacco anywhere around there. You can't smoke out on your porch. You can't smoke in your apartment. You just can't do it. it again, how would they know? You uh, you could tell as soon as you go into a smoker's apartment that someone's smoking. Here's there. the problem with that, though. It's like Donald Trump wants to give drug dealers the death penalty. And it's like, don't do that. Just, you know, do what you can to get rid of the drugs. How do you still sell nicotine in the state of California if there's a nook and a cranny where I'm going to be fined for smoking? I don't know, but with that, but there's going to be a lot of pharmacists getting the death penalty if that went through. No, no, no! It's going to be a lot of black dudes getting the death penalty, and the, and then it's going to be the streets. Not yeah, they're forgetting. They're forgetting, and that's what that's it's 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 not dealing with the problem. Pharmacists have lawyers. Niggas on the street don't have. And and it's just it's set up. You know, think about the the, the white kids too, the meth dealers and those guys. And they they you, what you're going to end up doing is having to hurt a bunch of people who are just doing what they do. Keep saying. 
They keep acting like America would not have this drug issue if drug dealers didn't keep bringing dope here. It's like drug dealers people are like, that want to do drugs are gonna find drugs, and people who sell it gonna only send it to where it's gonna get sold. True. You ever watch a drug doctor? Pablo Escobar flooded American streets with his dirty cocaine. Like, no, motherfucker. Americans love cocaine. <laughs> and that's why he put the shit on the plane. Remember back in records and tapes days? Remember when there was records? Does anybody remember, recall when you go to the record store and you actually had a record? I've heard of it. I, I believe. Well, well remember in that day. Former time. Remember in that day, though, you shipped platinum. Okay, somebody like Jay-Z, you knew he was going to sell enough records so you could ship a million records and charge it off and say he's platinum because of what was shipped. It's basically fronting a record. No, you're fronting you're... the record, but you're sending it to markets that you know for a fact. You're not sending the Jay-Z to scratch-ass Alabama where they love Garth, Garth Brooks. You're sending it to where they love hip-hop and Jay-Z in particular, so that you know. They're sending Whitney Houston albums to where they know they're going to. Yeah. They're sending Beyonce out. They're sending the cocaine. Yeah, they don't go. They don't grow coca fields out in the valley. No. They, no, we remember, we know it's yeah. coming from another space. What I'm saying is it doesn't come. It's not like dudes are knocking, uh, knocking on door to door. Hey, uh, just got a batch of cocaine in. Just want to know if there's the man in the house here. <laughs> we got a demonstration. It's like door this Hoover door. vacuum. Yes, yeah, it's not. <laughs> What about this? Uh, I put you on a uh, you you on a new cocaine sales with us, and here's a stack of leads. <laughs> hey, uh, Joe, uh, I understand you bought a, an ounce of cocaine last month, and you should be ready to re up. Uh, hello, Can I interest you in our? <laughs> if you order now, Joe, listen, I pray. I tell you, man, I got a guy from Kansas looking at this kilo right now. It don't work like that. You only move the cocaine where you know the cocaine is going to get sold in mad abundance. Don't talk to us about killing the drug dealer. You're not doing good by the fucking drug abusers. Why not kill the, Why not give the drug abuser the death penalty? It's just as fucking use, useless as the drug dealer. Why don't you stop that shit from coming in? Why don't you do that? I feel like I'm learning so much right now. I'm just saying. Uh, you're listening to 89.3 KBCC. Next up on... Uh Caller, uh, yeah, we will take the take your calls. Uh, cocaine dealers only. <laughs> we were actually uh, talking about the best bathrooms here in LA earlier, and it got me thinking: the best bathrooms in LA are the places that the bathroom attendant sells blow in. I was about to say that they there is a that. correlation. Yeah, they really do that. And on yeah. top of selling blow, they also sell. Lucy's. Lucy's. They also I know that. And gum and mints. shit. You can get yeah. a squirt of your favorite smell good. Yeah, mm -hmm. like, literally, really, like cologne that I don't even have in the house. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Again, which you have to have sold some cocaine to get the cologne. to the, the bathroom man kit here, which is something I always thought came up in the black club, like coming out of Atlanta and being in places like Magic City and all that mm -hmm. kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, I used to do a joke about strip clubs years and years ago. It was on big on Comic View and all that about how, you know, if you spent too much time at a strip club, you'd have to make a choice on being able to tip the girl on stage or tip the man in the bathroom. <laughs> okay, because, you know, you get down to these two or three singles, like, ah, I still got to do it. I got to make it happen, you know. But you, you know what I mean? Like, you have to make a choice. You're going to have to spend that $3 in here. You're not going to leave out That's of this how club. they set up, man. No, but the bathroom attendant knows what he got into. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he knows. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. he'd be dancing, too. Listen. I don't to know if anybody want to see that though. Imagine, with his belt, with what if what if strippers had all the stuff that 
the man in the bathroom had. Like, what she was she she shaking her ass. So she, you want a Lucy? <laughs> I think I got one. Hold on. <laughs> you want a hundred or a short? Can you tell the DJ to play something up tempo? Because I got to shake it down. <laughs> oh, here it is. Here it come. <laughs> Those old fashioned coin dispensers on there. <laughs> Hilarious. Hilarious. Oh man! You get a like a Pez dispenser, two nickels and two dimes. <laughs> That's fantastic. So, what kind of stuff have you been into since you've been? You've been here for a year, man. You yeah, got uh, writing. Yeah, a lot of writing jobs. Yeah, that beautiful. Yeah, beautiful. I just joined the WGA. So that's cool. That's cooler than cool. That's grown man shit. Yeah. That's that's when you're doing it on a on a different level. On another yeah. on another accord, it always feels good. Get some paperwork. It's Go to your mailbox, and you got the WGA. And let me see what these motherfuckers are talking. Beautiful thing. Open that shit up at the mailbox. Make sure <laughs> it's just not nothing. Just something from the Writers Guild, bitch. What? <laughs> <laughs> well, why are you holding it backwards? So you can see it, bitch. I'm gonna read it later when I get in the house. But well, you you actually got to make sure that you're paying actual dues and you're not sending donations that they're asking for by accident. Ooh. Can you imagine just send? You're like, I've been sending you money every. Every month for those dues. I can see that. Said you're donating. Cause Did that not. happen to you? No. I was going to say, that sounded personal as fuck. Happen, right? Yeah, that, it sounds like, it almost sounds like 30 people just had that same, like, right? Oh, they shit. just discovered I'm not that. i my dues. Yeah, the last 9,000 people who got put out of the guild actually <laughs> win this stuffed animal. Oh, damn. Your $12 million donation got you this little teddy bear and also put out of the union. You didn't pay your dues. Ugh. Yeah, I think I set up auto pay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but shit, as long as you're working, paying those dues ain't gonna be no problem. That's good stuff though, man. Like yeah, I said, I'm just to, trying to, to get up on stage more though. That's the uh That's the plight. First love. That's the plight. That's what makes the other thing go. What, what are you writing? You writing sitcom uh, I just wrapped Joker's Wild, Snoop Dogg. Did you work did you work with that? Yeah. Fantastic. Fantastic. Season two is every Sunday at ten o'clock on TBS. Fantastic. I'm glad we brought that. Yeah, man. Fantastic. Yeah. Oh, Snoop. I just saw. Uh, cause that. What is that? That's TNT. Yeah. TBS. It's a Turner. Yeah. Yeah. Turner. Yeah. 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 You, you ever meet uh, uh meet Turner? Yeah. Being a part of his. Uh... No. Nah, you know. <laughs> meet Turner. Yeah. He's like ninety. He's still alive, right? Come on, Ted. Yeah, Ted Turner. Yeah. Yeah, Ted is in a. I think Ted is in Montana. I think somebody said while we're in, in Atlanta that Ted owned the better part of the state of Montana. Oh, I've heard he's got acres and acres, acres and acres and acres and acres and acres, and he's a super wealthy dude. I like to think he micromanages, like micromanages though, just a, like a little bit. I would think that that's the case. What was that noise? I think I don't know. I I feel somebody making sex noises. I can't. What happened? Go ahead, Max. Okay. Uh, I feel like I, I want to. I just. I feel like Ted Turner micromanages a little bit. Like the only thing he's like, we need that. We need. We need Matt Richards on that Snoop Dogg. I wouldn't have that. Just little something, you know. That's nah, a, I don't think that is. <laughs> I but saw that's him a, once at the comedy store. That's how yeah. you. That's how you get I to a have tape a sent to me on billion Facebook. dollars. <laughs> Micromanage everything. You got to. I understand he still drives like a Ford Taurus. A motherfucker. They say he never was extravagant with his with shit like cars and whatnot. That's how you Doodle. keep the money. That's how you buy a state. <laughs> Motherfucker owns Montana. 
He's like, you can have the f- focus. You can get your, <laughs> you can go ahead and have that limousine. You get that Bentley if you want to. I'm gonna have the Montana. You talking about the Montero? No, motherfucker. <laughs> Talk about the state of Montana. <laughs> I feel like all I'm doing is laughing. Y'all motherfuckers are funny as shit. We just we just kind of randomly removing though. I yeah. dig it. We actually turned the. It's not. We're not live anymore. We're, oh. the, the show's been done for like thirty minutes. Man, there you go. Yeah. Matter of fact, what time is it? It's twelve thirty. What time do you need? Does everyone need to? Um, no, get, I, get I, I just need to make sure to get that car yeah. out of the. Because they will lock your shit in that garage. We're thinking. Yeah, we're thinking about L.A. Um, my first, the very, 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 very first show that I did here for the podcast. Mm. Park my car over um, under the Fred Siegel parking lot. That's mm-hmm. the most LA thing I can mm-hmm. say. Mm-hmm. And um, very LA. I was able to get into my car, but I was not able to get the f- the fuck out. This is like two in the morning, Bruh. and they wouldn't let me out. Bro, and I'm stuck. What in did there. you do? Um, I call. I just called like whatever number they had on inside the um, like the parking lot. Right, right, right. Until some security guard that was definitely sleeping. Oh, there Like, put on clothes. That's beautiful. Got down there at, like, 2.33 in the morning. Mind you, I, I work at, like, like 8 a.m. Yeah, yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you were already, whether you liked it or not, you were dressed for work yeah. already. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess this is what I'm wearing. This is yeah. what I'm wearing for tomorrow. Let's take a little bird bath and get the, the fucked up collar t-shirt. My car. His collar's not that bad, man. Yeah, his collar. He got a fucked up collar. He's self conscious about it. That's why he put on his little sister hoodie. Well, look, the good thing is, <laughs> you should be. Yeah, there it is. There goes that. Uh, there's some Snoop Dogg humor coming your way now. Little sister hoodie. Yeah, dude. My car got towed off at Doheny, right at Sunset and Doheny. I had been here for maybe six months. All of my dudes, we had just split up so I could go to my car, and they were with these girls. When it occurred to me, right when I get to the place that I recognize my car has been towed, I look up, and the light is turning yellow, and my people, I can hear the music blast and the girls laughing and everything. They smash through the light. They gone. That's it. That is it. <laughs> that is it. So, uh, Do you know what that means? Well, I know. Someone more funnier that. has to come out. That means I got to go. I was going to say. There, yeah, no, I was there, you, really? there you go. <laughs> Max, we're gl- always glad to have you in the building. We have uh, uh, an esteemed, yes, yes, we have an esteemed guest who's finally made, been able to make her way down. If you want to stick around, you could do that for a little bit. Uh, that, I got me. Yeah, oh, Max has to go. I, I was like, oh, shit, I have to leave. Yes. <laughs> He's somebody more funny that's yes. coming. Let me get the fuck yes. out of here. Max, we appreciate it. Later. Yes. Hello. How are you? I'm yes. I'm yes. Come on in. Get your headphones on, young lady, and come on over uh, here. Right and have now. A, Get yourself some set down. xylophone, I'm with the, just saying. As a matter of fact, please do us the honors and play your way in, ladies and gentlemen, the fantastic, the lovely, the talented Miss Phyllis Yvonne Stickney. How you doing, my sister? I am grateful. Oh, your voice sounds like butter in my Hello. ears. Hello. It Lord actually mercy. is butter. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. That's right. I can't think of where I crossed your path before, but I know we've been in the same space, and I just always have had an affinity for you on uh, many a, for, for a lot of reasons. But Talking Dirty After Dark was very, very special to me, and Duke, I don't know. What are you talking about? He don't know. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? And then also because you're solid and uh, it's a 
it's a phrase, a word that I use to describe my mother and and several other ladies, and that would be regal. You have a very regal disposition. You did come in very uh, queenly. Well, actually, I'm an empress, darling. Mm. Mm. Oh, my fault. The okay. empress mm. of entertainment. I tell them I'm not the hoe of haha. Mm. The queen of comedy, <laughs> but I am the empress of entertainment. Hello. I love it. That's I right. love it. And That's right. Trying to think of it. No, that was the emperor with no clothes on. Never yeah, mind. We'll come back to that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's why I divorced him anyway, because he just had an exhibitionist. He was just always taking his Keep clothes his thing in his, in his room. To put clothes on. I don't care what I did. <laughs> How absolutely funny. How have you been? I've been wonderful. You know, um, I have continued to do what I do. I don't always do it in comedy clubs, unfortunately, uh, in the past. You know, it was just different. It's funny for me being here because I have been in this place when there was a man named Falstaff. And that's before any of these babies. mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. See, I'm proud now because, you know, Mm -hmm. wasn't always a time you could talk about yourself. But now that I'm historic, Mm -hmm. yes, Mm -hmm. I say what I know, darling. Mm -hmm. As you should. Yes. Without any apologies, darling. As you should not, my friend. Because many of these babies are just running around here without a clue, darling. <laughs> what the ham sandwich is going on, darling? <laughs> 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 They're just running around here. Got the equipment, but not the operator's manual. I'm just saying. <laughs> and just operating without a license. I'm just here to, I had to come back. I'm so glad about I it. I had to come back. Preach. Because I'm like, what the heck? When did, when did Horina and Horetta just become everybody? Everybody just hoeing, just Oh. Everybody. It's, uh, like, well, it's the women's ha- movement. No, it's not. I No, I'm just saying, and, and I love y'all, er- everybody out there. I love everybody. But I just need y'all to know that everything ain't cool. How about that? Everything ain't cool. You don't need the, 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 the tape recorder on everything. Twerking is not working for everybody. And everybody's twerking. And everybody's twerking. At all times. And, and let me just say, everybody don't need to wear uh, form-fitting stuff. I'm just saying. <laughs> everybody. Spandex is not for everyone. I'm just saying, if you're not going to a studio anytime this year, How about it? put the yoga plants away, baby. And put the yoga. What about, by the same token, if you're going to twerk everywhere you go, go on and twerk 30 minutes a day, and then it'll be... It, it, you know, and, and, oh, it yeah, work yeah. Out. and for all you who thought it was necessary to buy some extra ass, mm. you should have talked to me, the OB, original booty in the house. You should have talked to me. I would have told you. It's a lot of responsibility. Everyone doesn't need one. Everyone can handle one. <laughs> <laughs> With great booty comes great responsibility. With bu- yes, I'm telling you. It's, it's the glutimus <laughs> maximus. It's quite. Listen, if you'd only call K. Michelle. You should have dialed me, darling. You should have Googled me, baby. <laughs> I'm just saying, all of this extra... Listen, it's... Okay, Michelle un- just got her ass she had undid. Un- undone. Hilarious. Because it is not... You can't just go... Eh, it's like you gotta... You have a Rolls Royce, right? Mm. Even if you have a Yugo, you don't go adding extra stuff to if, the Yugo. If no. you got a Yugo, you don't put a Rolls Royce trunk on You see what I'm saying? You, <laughs> you, you got like a, a pinto... You know what I'm saying? You driving a now you just a Prius, Prius. with a fat I, ass I, with a Prius. Prius. I'm about to say you're a Prius with a big booty. It's not, 
um, it's like it's really overrated, it, especially when you're walking on peonsels and then you got dog peonsels. 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 Ladies and gentlemen, I need everyone to have two number two peonsels for your scantron sheet. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> you remember that? My Eng- I'm the English teacher talking about peonsel. <laughs> I need two number two peonsels. Peonsels, baby, the peonsels. Uh, Pionso, I spell mine the regular way. <laughs> <laughs> How you spell your Pionso? P E N C I L Hilarious. Yes. Phonetically, it's P E Y O N C E. Pionso. I thought it was like Yarbrough's and Peoples. It was has a P E O N C I L F. Pionso. I think that's an S P I N S. I just have to take the language and just, you know, make it mine. I'm still waiting. I just need one more, and I'd like for it to be a very natural deliverance of it. But if we can find out what the ham sandwich is going on about it. Thing again, uh, that listen, shit is I'm great. just saying, there's some <laughs> things that I got to pit out there. I got to pit it out there let's, now. Let's get it put. the babies need some hip. I, listen. The babies need help. They've been confused already. They've been led wrong. Mm. And they following them Kardashians mm. with them mm. Ashens. They, they started with the add on ass with, mm. them, with them girls. Mm-hmm. You cannot go adding ass, baby. It's going to start leaking and running <laughs> and it to your knees. And now you got ass on the knees looking crazy. Mm. Listen, let me just say, if you got any designs on going anywhere, let's say you're going to heaven. Let's just say it's a chance you're going to go. Does the fake ass go with and you? And that's what I'm saying. He ain't going to recognize you. You ain't going to be recognized. <laughs> they got a certain... Uh, 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 dimensions for each and every one. They know your dimensions. You mm. left out of him. A size 34. Mm-hmm. You hear me? Mm-hmm. You was 34, 22, 30, whatever. You was 34. Yes. Now you done caped back with a 54, looking like a hippopotamus by the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't not you. You ain't fold to have no ass look like no animal. Then you going to pit on some scratch paint. <laughs> <laughs> scratch. <laughs> is hurting. It is an awful look. It's, it's an my, awful look. My eyes is hurting. And just because they make it in the size don't mean you fold the bite. I'm just saying. It is an awful. What in the ham sandwich? What in the ham sandwich? As I have been known to say, I don't know what have happened, but something have got to be dead. What is the name of, who is this character we're speaking with? This is Big Mama, baby. This This is is Big big Mama, and Big Mama going to tell you like a T-I-Z-T. She don't (laughs) listen. She done lived long enough to see. She see the wind, baby. She done done synced it all. She see the wind. And she got something to say about this ratchetness that's going on around here. He going to Big Mama. She mm-hmm. said, listen, I'm a, y'all got to put this ratchet on hold for mm-hmm. about five minutes. We need a moratorium on ratchet. <laughs> we need a moratorium on ratchet. We need to return to excellence, baby. That's who we was mm. and we're supposed to be. Mm. Y'all done forgot half of what you're supposed to be doing. Ain't nobody supposed to be out here looking like that, running around and uh 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 wretched. Just it's the way it's supposed to be wretched. You wretched. Mm. It wretched. You wretched. It ain't supposed to be like that. 
They ain't supposed to be like that. Now, that was a time. I ain't saying you're supposed to go all the way back to the house and carry the book and the days like that. I ain't saying all that. But y'all ain't got no love. See, we had love songs, romance songs, and like, y'all got fuck songs. Mm. Wretched. It's just, a, lot of, a lot of fast fucking going on. Just, oh, it? just, <laughs> just slip it, flap it, rub it down. What they say on the thing, on the rocker? It's, uh... <laughs> Have you, Big Mama, have you ever made love to Amigos track? Who Amigos? Eh? They ain't friends of mine. How <laughs> you speak a little Espanol? Uh, and Deutsch, too. Oh. Spruck and shit, too. Oh, my goodness. Can we say that on the air, Max? Spruck, yeah, spruck, <laughs> and, spruck and shit. Spruck and shit, too. We are spruck and shit, too, baby. What? Now, what exactly does that, what does that mean? That would be Dutch for what? That's, uh, she speaks I, it. I speak it. Mm. Mm, I'm 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 multilingual. Mm. Well, now how many languages did you speak, baby? Uh, well, I cussing about seven. <laughs> <laughs> I cussing about seven languages. You gotta I, diversify the cussing. Yeah, you got to know how to get people's up off you, and I don't care who they is. On every continent. You, listen, if and they come up from in your face, you tell them. Tranquilo. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's a cuss, Big Mama. What, what language oh, would that be? That's uh, what they speak. That was Spanish. Yeah. Was that Spanish? That's yeah. Spanish. I didn't even catch. What, what, it wasn't a curse word. Though. Oh, oh, Maricon. Okay. Now there, there we, there we go. Oh, there I didn't we want go. to go real deep on y'all. I'm trying to, you know, my grandbabies might be. <laughs> they don't know Big Mama know these words. They don't know Big Mama to drop it like a hot. <laughs> don't, don't get ratchet, Big Mama. Oh, no, I, but I know how but I'm doing now. I ain't doing it everywhere I go. Okay. Mm. There's a place for everything. Did I'm in see? a place for everything. See it's what a place, I'm saying? Place so that's twerk. how them babies got him. Okay? Because my <laughs> mama know what the damn to do. <laughs> oh, boy. But I'm just saying, everybody didn't need to know that wasn't everybody business. Y'all just making your business everybody business. You on Instagram, Big Mama? I'm on Instagrams. I'm on Twitters. Now, let, let me tell you about that Twitter thing. Mm. I don't know how they did that. One day I picked my phone number for the whole world. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Oh, no. I, that's why I don't fool with that Twitter thing what too much. That girl, uh, one of my uh, baby friends, uh, Kim Whitley, she had uh, was talking to Phyllis oh. on that phone that day, and she said, Phyllis, well, send me your number. So I just put on the thing, and she said, girl, you done sent your number to everybody. <laughs> I said, well. Did you get any inappropriate texts? No, because she had got her friend uh, that kept me real fast to oh, save to me. To take it off of there. Yeah. Yeah, to so try to no divert. Pics. I don't take dick pics. I ain't never seen one. Y'all had dick pics. No, we ain't had no mom. dick pics. It was on uh, Polaroid. No, no, no. <laughs> Wasn't nobody doing all that. That's all. That's booster. Wasn't none of that. It was sketched. See. Mm-mm. You had to have a photographer back so, in the day come no, to the Because you, you had to hold that thing until it developed. You had to shake it you like a Polaroid you picture. You had to shake that thing till mm-hmm. it got ready. That's the picture, mm-hmm. not the dick. See, y'all not ready. Y'all not. <laughs> I'm praying for these children because these, these boys here need prayer. Hilarious. You had to shake it. Uh, uh, but that's that. how these grandbabies got here. That's right because I've been here long enough to remember when the TV used to go off. And I remember... When uh, 
I had actually met Rosa Parks. Mm. Yeah. She wasn't the first one <laughs> to sit on that seat. That was you? Now you tell it like it is. Uh-oh. Ladies and gentlemen, we have civil rights history in the hero, building. Big see, Mama she, see what in the was. building. She was coming to see me. Mm. On the bus? On the bus. Okay. Now, I had been on that bus first mm. before Rosa got on there. Mm. She had a different stop. She got she on She had a different stop. stop. To that, that night had told me she was coming, so I got back off the bus. And Rosa got on, and look what happened. Uh, if you would have stayed on two more stops. on that bus. You would have been in It would have been me. Ladies and gentlemen, it is a historic episode of the Crack About Every Comedy black Podcast. black history report from second graders all it's over the country. It's dead ass wrong. This is more black history that you didn't know. All they want to talk to you about every February is just Martin Luther King, who did Martha great things, Luther. but that's Martha all Luther. they want to talk about. We got Big Mama in the house who was right there front and center. I was there. You know how I seen it. Mm. See, I see, I see, I see more things than I can see in front of y'all. Everything goes. Oh, for real? Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, what? <laughs> yeah. Everything. Yes. This is off limit. Mama in the house. Listen, I'm doing a show at uh, uh, at um, J Spot next you, Tuesday. You do the twenty fourth. Awesome. So that's going to be April April twenty fourth at the J Spot, and this yes. is the fantastically talented Phyllis Yvonne Stickney. Thank Y'all you. know her from stage and screen and all I things. I got to give them the credit because these babies out here they don't know. Now you know what I, I started talking about it, and, and uh, Dale started really pulling it up and started going through talking about. Can, just can you give us any five? Like I mm -hmm. said, I go back to New Jack talking New dirty after dark. Jungle fever. Listen to this. What's love got to do with it? Listen. Talking dirty after dark. How Stella got a groove back. Mm. Malcolm X, mm. the women of Brewster Place. Mm. You've seen me in all those amazing films. You've seen me be a chameleon. That's right. I've got company when I'm by myself. Mm. <laughs> now you can come see me live. That's right, live. It's live and in chocolate. And in beautiful chocolate. At in the J-Spot. Yes. Tuesday. Tuesday night, April 24th. Please go support our girl, man. Yes, this yes. young lady has been representing uh, for a long time, putting it down, still looking like uh, probably the same exact way as every one of those joints. On the, it don't crack, my dear. Listen, darling. <laughs> what did Mike say? Mike F said that she still looked brand new. <laughs> <laughs> I was hollering at the Savoy last week, a couple uh, of years ago. Oh, were you there? I that was, uh, yeah. Chris did something over there, right? Yes, he's starting back, I understand. You know, we you know, we got to support, y'all. We got to support. I stay over there. I know, but, but see, that's why I came, because this sister here is doing this thing. She's been here, and she was the first one. To give me love when I came back to L L.A. How about that? And so I want to give Miss Murdoch uh, definitely. Michelle, we all want to definitely love you, shout we love out. We love you. So whenever I'm in town, I stop through. You know. I did not know that. You know, yeah. like I said, I have crossed your picture, but you always. I went to Morehouse. Uh, oh, well, so I was. Yeah. I was telling somebody the other day. I was at. I was at Kim Whitley's house the other oh, day for wow. Buddy's party. Yeah, I, I was. I couldn't get back. Mm. I just left. Mm. I just left. I got the secret address. <laughs> How about that? Kim a has a fantastic crib. I, I'll uh, be. I'll be. Uh, oh, that's right. You got the news. She's in the new place. I listen. That's the first time I went over there. It was jazzy. I, I said, man. If, I said, man. If she let us in the house at the next party, we're gonna see if the inside is as nice as it's this backyard. Awesome. That backyard is jazzy. I'm gonna listen. find out when Kim is out of town and hop that fence hey, pool listen, party. Listen. 
Okay, well, pool party is off. It's just going to be me and Phyllis. I mean, I'm the friend, you know. I'm the friend. But we were talking about, I was talking about being, I was at a prospective student trip at FAMU when school days came out. So when that happened, I was ready to get a GED and go to school. I was just so, school school days. days, And and remember the the theme of the Cosby show at the time where they were always rocking the HBC sweaters and whatnot. I was ready to go. That was such an important project for us. It really showed us in a different light, you know. Um, and I'm thanking Mr. Cosby for those things. And mm-hmm. what a lot of people don't know is that Mr. Cosby had an internship, a mm. program that mm-hmm. he was instrumental in making sure that people of color were in every department. Yes. And he paid for that out of his pocket. Absolutely. That wasn't something that I ABC was, did. I was there with Ennis, too. Yes. Yeah, uh, uh, me and Ennis were pretty cool man pretty and, cool, and, and yeah. uh, so I, one of his dudes we knew was in that project yes like I mean that. amazing uh, Chuck Vinson you can begin to name the people that are now of, of color working in the industry successful and people. they came out of that internship and, yeah. and I was his a lot of people don't know that's right you're getting history here you're getting history that? right here it? on the podcast tonight that's right sometimes shitty people do great things listen <laughs> you know what that's I mean so well true. you know uh, well he also raised a black but you know what and, well, you know what? I always say this. I say this. I say this. Powerful people have done some, some really messed up stuff. He's not the first. So I don't try to justify or whatever. But I, I will say this since that came, like, really, like, right at my face and shit like that. <laughs> that if he didn't try to buy NBC, probably none of that would have happened. How about I'm just that? saying. Let's keep that? it 1,000. Yeah. Baby. <laughs> Show. That's some heavy shit. It's very deep. It's very real. Very deep. Very real. Okay, I keep 1,000 all the time, okay? As you should. Like Kathy Griffin's bitching about being on the D-list. I was like, motherfucker, you was on A-list, all right? <laughs> Some of us wasn't on you no were list, on the... okay? You was on A-list, all right? So about... you just keep it in perspective. But I was, uh, what I was going to say was that I, I was the warm-up announcer for the Cosby tapings for a long time and ended up training, the, like, um, oh, my God. I, I, all, is... all of the ones that came... After and his name won't come. Robin Montague was married to him. He was Pootie Tang. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Lance Carruthers. Lance, yeah. right? So Lance was one of the ones. But they can all tell you those mm-hmm. are those who are who are not afraid to talk of the history, who aren't afraid to to give me my props, mm-hmm. as it were. Okay. I just worked with Lance actually. Mm. Uh, yeah, Lance. On Martha and Snoop. Yeah, Lance. Lance was okay, one so of the ones that. Well, well, Cosby had me training all of the warm-up announcers. He liked my style. Fantastic. That is a beautiful thing. History here. Yeah, history here. I mean, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Dude, I just want to remember. Is there anybody? No, I, I ain't nobody here old enough to remember Falstaff. She's going to wrap that shit up. She, yeah, yeah, I know. They call the time. But no, it's a beautiful thing, and we're right in a space. That's a, I think that's a beautiful thing. It, we, definitely it happens, wanna, we definitely want to promote what you got going. Do you have social media? That I we do. Want? Phyllis Yvonne Stickney on IG, on Twitter. I'm on Facebook. I'm and I use my real names. Okay, Phyllis. I'm not trying to hide from nobody. That's right. She just don't want her full phone number up on no, there. Right. Not, I didn't not be looking for her phone number up on oh, on no. her social media. So y'all, please, yeah, follow me, follow me, follow me, follow me, follow me. Follow her and also make sure to follow her to the J Spot on Tuesday, the twenty fourth. That's yes. right. That's right. Big shouts out to our homeboy Big Spit who came in and challenged all in the center. But we're glad that to have you at the building. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> right, no, I mean, 
I've been saying this without without going down that road that we're gonna have to figure out a way to separate art from artist. Because, oh, absolutely. And I watch this. Somebody asked me who influenced me. I said Bill Cosby. They look at me like I did something crazy. And I said, Well, wait a minute. It's not like fifty years he put in. He was a great comic, and then we find this out, yeah. right? R. Kelly. R. Kelly. No, no, no. But that's why we gotta separate. Art from Harvey arts. Weinstein didn't leave us with intellectual property. Harvey Weinstein authorized things to happen. That's what his producing was doing. He didn't leave us writing and video and skill set. Yeah, he, he wasn't talented. Exactly. Cosby was. R. Kelly is. But you know who was not? John Wayne Gacy, Hello. the serial killer who became famous for serial killing and then sold millions of dollars worth of clowns. So anybody who bought that shit, I don't want to hear anything about the people who had some talent for 50 years and then got caught doing something bad. It's not the same thing. Right, and then I was going to say... People made wealthy... Yeah, that kind of stuff. They love that they kind love of stuff. crazy. They love crazy stuff. They love crazy stuff. That, right, come on. That lamp is yeah, made that, from human skin. And it's not even about race. This lamp is made from human skin. You really want that in your desk? Okay. Everything you're sick. is on some level, but when I say that it's not so much about race. I'm talking about who did what first. If Bill Cosby were a famous rapist who put out a cool comedy C D, it would be different. If R. Kelly was a was a great rapist, I've I've even done I've even done it on stage. That's hey man, hilarious. did you know that R. Kelly that motherfucker put out an R and B CD? That shit is actually kind of good. Like no, he's famous for that. He peed on a girl one time, that we saw one time a lot. Right. Listen, no. listen, that, that we saw. That happens to be a lifestyle. Listen, he probably has more discs of him peeing on somebody than he does have R and B. But at the time, all we know is the one. Right. What I'm saying is he's famous for something talent-wise, and that's why people have a hard time like trying to make a, a, a professional dog fighter. Like, also became good at football. Yeah, that, exactly. That kind exactly. of a thing. Wow. Yeah, it's not like, hey, man, this guy, you know this dude, Michael Vick. Hey, man, have you seen this dude who kills all the dogs throw a ball? I mean, he should be in the league. He's got quite an arm. Right, right. Oh, let's sign him up. That's right. Hey, Kevin, you know this Kevin Spacey? Ne never mind, never mind, never mind, never no, mind, let's never keep mind. 1,000. Mm -hmm. I mean, Hollywood is, has hid the dirt of Hollywood's favorites forever. Forever. Oh, you know what I mean? So we gotta, that's my thing. Let's stop acting like this is some new shit. Oh, so right. Why, right, I mean? So why it's, the Harvey Weinstein thing that you brought up? Mm -hmm. So he had no talent, right? Right. But the Harvey Weinstein thing is big because he's a dirt guy. He's a, a, a cover it up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you mm -hmm. Absolutely. Come on, dude. It's right. like, no, no, because for real, <laughs> it's, it's a time. Brilliant well, that's the same oh, as yeah. Donald. There should be no that's the same as for anybody. Donald Trump and oh, Michael God. Cohen. When you're when the president's attorney needs an attorney. I'm scared of it all. I'm when, moving when the attorney, right now. When your attorney needs it, uh, which Stephen Colbert said the other night. When your attorney needs an attorney, you need an attorney. <laughs> <laughs> we all better get it. Yeah, yeah, your attorney ain't going to be, we're hitting on shit, man, no, by the time. So uh, your Honor, sad. we would like it's to. It's scary. It's really scary. It's a scary time, it's which is why. Time. 
I'm and hiding my blue passport. That's all I'm saying. And, and Trying I'm gonna, a new nationality gonna, right now before your eyes. Before. I'm going to give a David Brenner quote and we'll get out of here. The harder and scarier times are, the more comedy is needed. Support live comedy. Y'all keep Amen. supporting the Crack 'em Up Comedy Podcast. If you ever find yourself in Hollywood on a Thursday night, bring your monkey ass down to the comedy store and go up to the belly room and catch the live version of this podcast, which runs contemporaneously. At the same time, that's right. We we want to we got Phyllis Yvonne Stickney in the building. I want to put some syllables to use. That's right. We want to thank all of our guests. Make sure y'all please follow, like, subscribe, share, say something nice, give us a comment, do something. Make sure to support this so we can keep this thing moving forward. Big shouts out to our homegirl Nichelle Murdoch. What is this? What we got here? Oh, we got oh, we got sponsors. We almost that means we're gonna be getting paid soon. Say it again. For tonight's show. This was uh, okay for the four twenty. Yeah, so you could um, so if you could read out the name and the address of everything on there. All right, so this we have uh, Pure Vape. The Garden Secret, 7262 Melrose Avenue. That's right. Los Angeles, California, 90046. That's right. Pure vape. Make sure for all your vape needs, for your cool lung that don't have no problem, make sure to go to vape. He put, the, he put it in his pocket. What happened? I, I gave you the vape pen. You put it in your pocket. You gave me the vape pen, too. Yeah, I need that back. That was mine. Oh, no, no. I thought that was... Payment for the. <laughs> no, I need there's that. A, that there's a, okay. there's a moment hey, here. Hey, man, y'all make sure. There's a vape. They're Pure vape, vape, man. Y'all make sure. I'm going to read the address one more time <laughs> as I filibuster. It's the Garden Secret, 7262 Melrose Ave, Los Angeles, California, 90046. That's been the Crack 'em Up Comedy Podcast, y'all. Y'all make sure to tune in, spread the word. Peace and love. Peace and love. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening. Be sure to come out and check us out every Thursday night at 10 p.m. in the belly room. Buy tickets at thecomedystore.com. I'll see you at the door.